Hey, everybody, welcome to our brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We got a great, great show. Hanato Laranja is in studio. He's running late. Of course, he is. Uh, but it's going to be a good show. I, I know it will. Um, and uh, we got Austin Vanderford, uh, who's also married to Paige Van Zant, is a great fighter, undefeated kid, one on uh, Dana White's Tuesday Night Fights. I think should be in the UFC. Uh, he's, he's won his last fight. He knocked somebody out. Kid's really good. We're going to be calling him. And uh, thank you all for, uh, for tuning in. Um, so hopefully uh, you guys have been asking me to put stuff up on video, and uh, that's what I'm doing right now. Hey, babe. Bray. Bray. Baby. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a good show. Thank you guys very much. I'm calling my wife because I want to make sure the video is set up. I don't know if it is. Hopefully it is. But uh, first, I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, people, marijuana is legal. It's legal in California, and there's no reason you should have to go to a dispensary to get it. They deliver, okay? They deliver everything from edibles to CBD to vapes to you name it. Marijuana, beef jerky, THC, sex lube, okay? Speedweed has you covered. Overnight deliveries in California. They'll take care of you. They're really, really good people, and uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of them, and I uh, mentioned Roasted. You get $10 off, $100 or more, okay? Because you go to the dispensary, you got out of your car. You can get into a car accident. Gas is expensive. You, you, you smoke when you're there. You're waiting online, and then next thing I know, you got a DUI, and it's bad. It's all bad. So just go to speedweed.com, and they will take care of you. So here we are. We're calling Austin right now. Um, hopefully this works. Hopefully I'm on the screen. I'm uh, asking my wife, but she's not getting back to me. All right, here we go. I'm calling him right now, Austin. Hello. Hello, Austin. Hey, what's up? Hello, that? Austin. Austin. Yo, can you, you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. First of all, last time I talked to you, you were not married. Congratulations. I saw the wedding pictures. They look beautiful. Thank you so much. Uh, you married Paige Van Zant. Uh, you are... A lot of men are envious of you. You are, you are, a lot of people are, are, are saying to themselves, man, that lucky bastard. How do you feel being the, 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 the man amongst men? Uh, I mean, I do feel like a lucky bastard. And uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. It, uh, yeah, there is a lot, of, a lot of envious people out there, but, are, but you know, what are you going to do? Now, do you get a lot of hate mail or DMs saying, like, you suck and F you and I should be with Paige? Oh, yeah. It's not my ears are big and how ugly I am and all that stuff. But I, now, do you, do, you, like, do you respond to those people or no? Uh, no. Not, I mean, what am I going to say? I'm going to sit there and get in an arguing match with somebody typing back and forth. I think it's kind of silly. So, I, I, mean, I uh... Yeah, I mean, what is the point of that? I mean, it's not like you're the, like Paige's gonna read that and be like, "Yeah, I should be with that guy." I mean, why would they even take the time to do that to you? Yeah, I don't know. There's uh, there's some weird stuff that goes on <laughs> social media and whatnot, but uh, you know, it's it, it is what it is, and I actually kind of get a big laugh from it, and uh, I'm a pretty easygoing guy, and it takes quite a bit to ruffle my feathers, I guess. So. Okay. 
ask me that. It, a lot of it's kind of funny, so yeah, yeah. I do kind of enjoy reading some of it for sure. Uh, well, I apologize for all the ones that I've, I've uh, sent to you. Um, they were just it was just it was just jokes. Um, now, oh yeah, yeah, that's all good. Now, did you guys have a honeymoon, you and Paige? Not really, no, because we we got married and then uh and then I fought like two weeks after and then uh and then I I cornered my teammate Ed Herman the week after that and then we just got back from Portugal for work so I think this will be like the first week we've been home since the wedding. Wow, what were you doing in Portugal? Uh, it was a a work trip. Page uh. Paige was speaking at the uh, web summit, which I don't really know too much about. It was like a tech tech thing or whatever. But uh, but yeah, I mean it, and it was cool. We got to spend like a day or two exploring Portugal and and seeing that. So it was kind of like a honeymoon, but not really exactly. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm I'm with you. Me and my wife, we were gonna have a honeymoon, but then she got pregnant. And we were supposed to go to uh, Mexico, and then they said don't go because of the Zika virus. So we had like little mini honeymoons, but we haven't had the actually official honeymoon. So I'm I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way I look at it, I'm like being with me is a honeymoon, you know. So what do you need? To have? <laughs> yeah, that, I I'm taking that same thing. That's how I think too. Now, honestly, the way you looked on Tuesday Night Contender, you were rocked. You were hurt. You showed so much grit. You came back. You won. I thought you were a shoo-in for the UFC. I'm like, Dana's going to pick him. He'd be crazy not to. Uh, and then they didn't offer you the contract. And then I know Bellator was looking at you and a couple other companies, but you fought in some – what did you fight your last fight in? It was the, uh, the FFC or Final Fighting Championship in Las Vegas. Now, why did you take that fight? And was it good pay? And, like, why that fight? Um, yeah, I – you know what? I was trying to honestly. I wanted to fight like the weekend before our wedding because I wanted to try to crank them out. I kind of got like a timeline in my mind on getting fights and whatnot, and so I I was trying to get one right before the wedding. Didn't work out, and uh, like a week before the wedding, our manager said, "Hey, we got uh, another offer. You can fight this Brazilian dude." Uh, but the only catch is it's like two weeks after your wedding, so I was like. It's all, yeah, we'll do it. So, um, yeah, I, I took the fight, turned out, turned out good. And, uh, yeah, just trying to, trying to crank him out. I mean, you knocked that dude out pretty quick. You know, I mean, you, you look, you look great in that fight. Uh, who are you now? Did Bellator make you a, an official offer? Did you turn it down? Did you think about it? Talk to me. Uh, you know what? I, I, uh, we just my management team takes care of all that stuff and uh but i will say that uh definitely by the end of end of the year i'm going to be signed with uh in my opinion what i think is the the best promotion so you know i'm not going to go like too much into it from there but uh but i'm excited so i do have a fight on the books right now in january but uh yeah who are you who are you fighting in january uh, the opponent I have right now, I think his name's Joey Perioti. And what? Uh, and what? Uh, what uh, league is it? Uh, it's for Dominant FC. Dominant FC. I believe. And okay. Yeah. Sounds like you're very uh, secure on this. And where is this fight? Uh, this one's in Tacoma. Tacoma. Okay, so it's pretty close to home. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Oh, good. So you could promote it and a lot of a lot of. Now, is it hard to? A lot of fighters don't like fighting that close to where they live because everyone's hitting them up for tickets and families there and there's all kinds of pressure. Are you a guy that likes to fight in front of a home crowd or no? Uh, yeah. I mean, I tell you the truth. I don't really say honestly. I mean, I don't, in my opinion, there, it doesn't get much more pressure than, uh, the contender series. You know, it's like everything is so the, in, the settings very intimate. There's, few people you know you're fighting in front of dana white trying to get a contract in my opinion there really isn't too many more like pressure filled situations than that so uh which was awesome you know is that it helped me out with a lot of that stuff so i don't really feel like i don't feel a ton of pressure to be honest so when you got rocked in that fight like because I, I know sometimes like when i'm gonna do doing a comedy set and there's a lot of people involved. Maybe it's the booker or like I'm doing a college show or college, like a NACA conference where I can either make $100,000 in colleges or I can make nothing or I could lose money on it or one of those things. Yeah. So, so when things are not going well, I get into anxiety mode. Like, unfortunately, I'm working on it, but I'm like, oh, shit, I'm messing up. Now I'm going to go broke. I'm a loser. Why? I can't believe this is happening. So when, you, when you're in that fight and you get rocked in the contender, what's going through your head? Well, you know what? I uh, I kind of I had an adrenaline dump right off, right like before that happened. I'd shot in. I was working on a takedown, and uh, I kind of had a little bit of an adrenaline dump. So I was tired. Uh, my hands dropped a little bit. I got dropped, but once uh, once it dropped, the only thing that went in my mind was like, all right, it, you know, you're fine. You're still awake. And we're just gonna go after him and you know i i have that no quit mentality and a lot of that comes as you know from wrestling and what because you're a wrestler and and uh, you've been put in those positions and yeah. and all that so you know you either lay over and get pinned or you keep wrestling and and uh, i chose to keep wrestling now was that now is Paige was cornering you for that was she in your corner or was she in the in, in the uh, stands she was in the stands yeah my head coach fabiano and then one of my teammates they were cornered. Did you did you look over at her and you're? I mean, was there any part of like you not wanting to get beat up in front of your girl? <laughs> no, that I honestly didn't think about that whatsoever. I, I, I'm just so focused on my opponent and uh, and all that. Like you know, you always hear when you're out there wrestling, you don't ever hear anyone in the crowd or anything. I I didn't hear shit. I just I I had all my focus on my opponent and uh you know i could faintly hear my coaches and whatnot but yeah now when i was in my 20s i dated a girl who was uh she was an, an exotic dancer in new york and we used to go out together and she would wear these like outfits that were so skimpy and guys would constantly be whistling at her or hollering her at her and i would constantly being like hey man back up that's my girl that's my girl relax do you get into that with Paige sometimes Oh, for sure. But I mean, you got you kind of got to think of it as a compliment, right? Of like, course, of course, of course. Everyone wants your everyone wants her, everyone wants your girl, and it it's kind of like an ego boost for you. So that's kind of what the way that I think about it. But have you ever had to tell some a guy? Because I know a lot of times celebrities are real cocky, or fighters are real like aggro. Have you ever had to tell another fighter or a celebrity, "Hey, man, she's with me. Back off." No, I don't think we've ever really been put in that 
situation. Um, the the most common one is like guys wanting to take pictures with their and stuff, and and uh, they're always so nervous that I, you know, they don't really they don't really do anything other than like kind of put their arm around her, take a picture, and all that. So now, now what about- I, I, yeah, I haven't been put in a situation where I've had to like really. We've had some kind of weirdos coming around the gym doing some weird stuff and we've had to put people in their place but that's about it Wait, like, like what like what happened oh just uh just like super i wouldn't even call them fans just a little over obsessive people wanting to like get closer to page and whatnot and and I won't go into too much detail. No, but, go into yeah. detail. So then what happens? So then some guy's outside. He, he has, like, posters of her or, like, panties of her, some kind of nonsense that he dug out somehow. And he's like, hey, sign this or, or giving stuff. And then, you, yeah. and then you come out and you're like, like, back the fuck off? Yeah. Yeah. There, there was a guy who had moved to Portland specifically to be with uh, around her and train with her and and uh, we thought everything was cool. He seemed like a nice guy. He didn't seem weird. But uh, then it all kind of like came down once he was like, yeah, check your Instagram. I've messaged you. And I mean, it was like, no joke, like 10,000 messages oh every God. single day. And then it was like, all right, man, you got to get going, dude. You can't be hanging around here anymore. So. And this guy was a fighter? You know. He was a fighter. Uh yeah, I think he I think he did some training. I don't necessarily know that I would call him a fighter, but he wow. he did Muay Thai and, and a little jujitsu. I don't I don't know that he had ne- ever had actually been in a fight, but Wow. Yeah. Was, was it Dan Henderson? Yeah. Yeah, it was Dan Henderson, yeah. Wow, that's that's uh, no, no, was not, it not quite. Okay. All right. Now um so so you're with Paige. Now, what about Dancing with the Stars? Because I know that, like, like, if that was my wife, it would be hard because some of those moves are really sexy and seductive and he's, he's like, holding her up and you got to wonder where his fingers are going. I mean, are, are you kind of sometimes, like, do you get jealous about that at all? I, you know what? Once I, I didn't even know Paige when she was on Dancing with the Stars. She, I mean, that was, like, three years ago or whatever, my mom was a really big fan and I had, uh, I had came home from, I came home from wrestling practice or something. And, and my mom's like, Oh, you got to watch Dance of the stars. There's this really cute MMA girl on there. And, and I'm like, Oh, come on mom or whatever. And that was, that was the first time that I ever had laid eyes on Paige and, and, uh, and then from, I guess, I guess maybe I'm the creepy soccer because then I moved to Oregon and, and found her and met her. So. By the way, the, uh, the great Hanato Laranja just showed up, um, the uh, 27-time world champion. Uh, Hanato, how are you? I'm okay. I caught the chill. I caught the chill end of what um, my brother was saying. Austin? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm, we have a lot in common because my mom was calling me and telling me about a girl on Dance with the Star. Well, yeah? Yeah, and then a fucking guy named Austin Vanderbilt or Vanderpump or whatever was, was snatched off of my, my clutches before I have a chance. Wait, so really? So you could have been dating Paige Van Zandt? Well, uh, we'll never know now. Wow. Uh, Austin, did you know about this? 
Uh, I had heard some rumors about that, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I guess I was just a little quicker to the punch. What a, what a shame. Now, now this guy, he's undefeated. Uh, he, he, undefeated? Undefeated. And am, amateur? No, pro. Oh. He, he won on Dana White's Contender Series, had an amazing fight. He got it rocked pretty hard, came back, beat a guy from Team Alpha Male. A team alpha male was who used to train with Paige. But wait, wait, wait a second. I thought Austin was like a big guy. Austin is a big guy. The how he's going to beat up on a fucking team alpha, alpha male guy. Those guys just look like the Keebler elf. <laughs> uh, Austin, uh, would, you like to <laughs> would you like to respond to that? Uh, say, say that one more time. I, I said, well, why the fuck that they, they put you in there with a guy who's not in your weight class? Why are you beating up on little guys who look like a Keebler elf? Because alfalfa male, <laughs> alfalfa male don't got anybody over 5'3 and weigh 115 pounds. That, that's what I said, too, going into it. But they were all talking shit, and they wanted it. So they got it. Wow. Now, now, okay. So now, what did Paige say to you when you beat up her, her old teammates? Was she happy about that, or was he? Was she torn? Oh no! Yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, she was. She was happy for me. She, I mean, she she left there with no animosity or or whatnot. But uh, okay. yeah, of course. I mean. She's gonna be happy for me, no matter who I'm fighting. Of so. course, of course. Now, uh, obviously, you guys just got married. Uh, it was, it was. A, Congratulations! A, it was a beautiful wedding. Now, a lot of people are wondering: Are you gonna have kids? Have you talked about it? Have you? Is it in the cards? Yeah, we definitely. We're gonna we're gonna have some kids for sure. But we both uh, we both have a lot of things in our career that we want to accomplish right now. But. We uh, are both really excited to have kids. Now, she's fighting Rachel Ostovich coming up. Uh, the referee is going to be Quagmire. Um, <laughs> it, this is definitely the, the two best-looking females, I think, ever to grace the octagon. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a tough fight, though. It's going to be uh, one of the first fights on ESPN, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. We're both really excited, too. Paige is just coming off her injury and, like, really hungry to get back after it, so... It's a good fight. I'm hungry to, to watch this fight. <laughs> it's going to be a good fight. Yeah. It's gonna... Brace yourself for memes is coming. You know what I mean? Like I, I think maybe of all time, this is the meme. Well, he says he gets hate mail every day. Well, of course he does. No, he gets... I mean, it's like, um, what's that guy's Brian name? Brian Caraway? Oh, God. God kind I mean. of? No, because this guy's a little bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's like. A lot more, bigger, it's, actually. Yeah, a lot bigger. And it's like it, with Brian uh, Kerouac. You, you can look at the guy and, and, and you can, because, you know, he's like a smaller fighter. Yeah. You can look at the guy and go like, yeah. you can. Even you though can, he's tough can, as hell. No, but you can yeah. kid yourself and go like, wow, that, if she saw me. But then when you see a guy who's big and good looking and stuff yeah. like that and a fighter and maybe he's bigger than you, you automatically going to get salt in, in the wounds, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not his fucking fault what he's but supposed to do. You know what Paige do. does? He puts pictures, he posts on his Instagram account uh, as like, hey guys, like she takes over his Instagram <laughs> and Twitter, yeah, and she and he she wrote like, hey Dana White, uh, I'm Paige Van Sant's man, I'm undefeated, I'm an NCAA uh, champion. Nice, I nice. was like, why? That's, did not, you... that's not helping the case. No, but you know what? To be honest, what did Muhammad Ali said that he also learned from uh, some that that pretty boy Hessler or whatever that people pay the same ticket price to see you lose as to see you win. So, yeah. So hey, fuck it. If that's what you gotta do to to 
to get a shot? Fuck but it. But Austin, you're a nice guy, though. That's the difference, right? I mean, you're not going to play the heel. But that's why she's helping him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, I'm a nice guy, man. I, I'm a nice guy who just likes to fight. So, you know, I, I don't really know what else to, to do. Just go out and keep fighting and, and uh, yeah. But, now, hey, but like you said, people are going to pay the same price whether you win or lose. I actually really like that. Now, are you training with Chael Sonnen still? Yes, sir. Yeah, the, the great Chael Sonnen. Now, what was Chael thinking in his last fight against Fedor? He had Fedor hurt. He had the top, and then he did some weird flip. What was oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, I, saw him <laughs> I saw him explain. He, uh, uh, you know what? I think he, was, I think he was going for broke. I think he, he thought he had, a, had something, and, you know, the heat of the moment. Uh, hindsight's always twenty twenty. So looking back, maybe he went to have tried it. But hey, you know what? Dale is a really intelligent fighter. He's a smart guy, and so you know it. It, it didn't look like the smartest thing to do, but you got to trust that he knew what he was doing when he went to do it. And, now, and it just didn't work out. Did you Did you watch that and just like palm it to your forehead? Like no, I mean, because I was watching that going. He has che- he has the great position. If he just would have just punched him out. I mean, he might have gotten yeah. stoppage, right? If he just would have pounded yeah, him. Yeah, we'll you know. Go. Yeah. It was. It's so hard. It's so hard because he's your, my teammate, my friend, and so I want him to win so bad. But uh, yeah, I mean, I thought that he was in a good position that he maybe didn't need to do that. But you know, like I said, if if the move would have worked out and he would have got on top and and uh, finished him, everyone would have. Thought he was a genius and, you know, sure, sure. agreed with him that he's the greatest fighter ever and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. So Yeah, it's like yeah. doing a spinning technique or something. You look fucking great when you do it if you, if <laughs> you pull it off. He did that too off. again. Anderson Silva. <laughs> remember? I don't even remember that. He that, that spinning back fist. But that's a little better than doing like a spinning, you know, fucking twisted, yeah, dipsy yeah, yeah. dude. I never seen that move work in a fight though. Oh, yeah? You ever watch the fucking kid? Uh... There's a lot of kids who do the the fucking El Pantera or whatever. That kid pulls shit like that yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ch- a lot right. of this. Um, I know, tradition- but it gets a guy 50 pounds heavier than you. I'm not saying it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, do you, what the fuck are you doing over there, my brother? You okay? You yeah. sound like you're falling apart over but, there. I mean, look, I don't know. Look, obviously, Charles is a, a million times better fighter than I do. He knows what he's doing. It just seems like sometimes he's almost too smart for his own good. Well, know? no, you know what? What 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 Austin said what is the key word? The heat of the moment. Right. And and it's easy for us because we're sitting there with a nice cold beer. Yeah. We're sitting there with our hand on Paige Vincent's between her thighs, and we're watching the fight. <laughs> and 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 it's easy for us to say, "Oh, do this, do that." But fuck, I mean, you know how many times you've been into a street fight, and you you your technique don't look quite as crisp as it did in the gym you know you sometimes you get angry sometimes you get scared well yeah. me i don't get scared of course but but you know you get angry and your technique go out the window what, what what's going are you on a fucking uh you on a biplane right now austin are you are you <laughs> yeah, in a fucking I, cessna what are you doing is it windy is it windy on there right now no th- that's all coming from you bro can you hear us oh shit is yeah it- i know it's uh 
Hey, the weather here in Portland is not the nicest. So well, nobody told you to live here. Nobody told you to move to Porch. No, no, Austin, does it bother you? Because I know that, like, with uh, Caraway, when people called him Mr. Tate, uh, I think he got upset about that. I, I happen to like Brian. He's a friend of mine. Does it bother you when people call you Mr. Van Zant? No, not at all, man. That's a, That's what it just cracks me up, man. Like, like we talked about the social media thing. You know, it's a great place for people to be to say the meanest things that they want because they're just going to hide, you know, hide behind a, yeah. a computer screen and whatnot. So true, true. you, you got to have, you got to have thick skin, especially getting into, you know, a situation marrying a, a girl that a lot of people are jealous over and whatnot. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta have thick skin. So now do you think being Paige's boyfriend or husband now, kind of worked against you though because I feel like with your performance I was honestly super impressed with your performance on the contender like really like I thought you did great oh, thank you. especially because you overcome adversity I mean you were almost out and you came back do you think that it kind of yeah. you think maybe it kind of hurt you in some ways people were like well if we give it to him people will think we give it to him just because he's Paige's husband yeah you know it uh I it's hard to say it's hard to tell what uh exactly but at the end of the day i'm happy with proving myself you know and and doing everything i need to do for myself and and i don't need to piggyback off anyone and, oh, and yeah. uh you know you you in this sport there's so many people out there who are talented and good and and who don't ever get their shot and whatnot and sometimes it's just you know knowing the right people and being in the right situations but you know as far as not getting signed there uh that day it's I, i'm fine with that i'm happy with just fighting and earning it myself and you know and, and that's just the way it goes i guess yeah i thought it was bullshit to be honest i honestly thought it was bullshit yeah. like for real like <laughs> honestly I, for real but i still think it was bullshit yeah but <laughs> but i'm cool with it you know? and it just gives me more time to improve and get more experience and all that so uh, Hanato, now he's he's just freshly married. Do you have any advice for for him? Because we don't want to see him divorced and going through a whole spiral. Any advice for uh, no? For I Austin? think everything always goes smooth in a marriage. Um, <laughs> most marriage, <laughs> most marriage is not doomed from the start. And half of them, look at the, the bright side. Half of them is work out. Uh, any advice on how to how to how to make it work for him? Let her to have an open marriage. Really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because then, look, if your worst nightmare is to have uh, your Uncle Hanach to, to sneak into the chicken coop or whatever, <laughs> then why not to? It's like exposure therapy, you know? If it's his worst fear, let him to be exposed to that. Let him to get acclimated to that. So, one. but now, do you think you would be better for Paige Van Zandt than he would? Uh, I didn't say that. Um, I said, let's keep our option open here, my brother. But if you slept with Paige, <laughs> how would she go back to him? Oh, uh, well, that's not my problem. That's a you problem, not a my uh, YP, not uh, my yeah. MP. Austin, Austin, <laughs> are you open to letting Paige and Hanato kind of, you know, see where they can go with their, their relationship? I, I don't th- I'm not giving him a chance. Man. He seems like a smooth talker. I'm Look, not, no chances given let, to him. Man. Austin, let's he not. Talks too good. Let's not, my brother. Let's not put labels on this. No, there's no no pressure. There's no pressure. Let's. What are we doing? We're putting ourselves in a box. Yeah. Well, you're trying to get in that box. Well, uh, let's but, think outside the bun. 
Okay. Like, okay. like uh, now, but, chocolate but I know you like bigger women, though. Uh, Paige is a well, small girl. You know, I'm, I I can make an exception. You know, sometimes when somebody have there's a certain je ne sais, uh, je, uh, yeah, yeah, about a person, you know, and they have a certain aura, and there's a certain chemistry. I gotta say, I saw a page one at a, a nightclub, and she was dancing, and she was she was off training, so she probably weighed about one thirty, maybe. Right, she gets up to like yeah. one, and and she looks great when she's when she's a little heavier. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you this about Paige Van Sant. Uh, oh, 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 oh. No, no, I'm gonna tell you my opinion of this, and and uh, this is not, I'm not gonna uh, take any liberty here. Um, I always thought she was cute. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But I didn't go. I I didn't went goo goo gaga over her like most people. You yeah. Know? And then I was doing that thing that I did. You know, remember when you had me? That had me for the doing the stand up comedy. Yeah, uh, they had me to be uh, the stand up. Oh, comic at, at the award show. At the uh, at the MMA awards. Yeah. But before I went on, they had me to sat in the front hall. Yeah. And I was between Bruce Buffy. Yep. And uh, Paige Van Zandt. Yep. And Paige Van Zandt is one of those people that look even way better in person. Yeah. Than they do in picture. And you know how some people is the reverse. They look great, and then you see them in person, and you go, ugh, you know? Yeah, yeah. She's the opposite. Oh, yeah, she looks much <laughs> She's the opposite. Like, when you see her in person, you go, oh, I see what's going on here. You know, so so yeah. I was, I was, um, I changed my tune because I just wasn't, I never thought she was unattractive. But yeah. But I always thought, like, it was no big deal, you know? Yeah. But then when I saw her person, I go, oh, wow, okay, she's a, she's a very attractive young lady and have, like, a certain thing about her. Not to, not to step on anybody's toe. No, no, Austin, does, did it bother you? Like, I know that, you know, she was in a, a public relationship with Cody No Love and uh, the other dude, um, Touchy Feely. Is there any animosity between you and you and, and, and uh, those guys? No, not at all. I mean, you, you got to – what are you going to do? Get, I mean, it's like any other relationship. You know, the the girl you're with, they dated guys before. And the only difference is, is everyone's in the spotlight here and all that. So yeah. it's tough to really have too much animosity. And I'd be a hypocrite if I was like that. So Yeah, you can't you can't go back in chime. You know, it wasn't if you didn't knew the girl back yeah, then. Yeah, you know, I know because like, you're because Austin, you're you're a mature, like nice guy and confident, which is probably one of the reasons why she you know loves you. But a lot of guys aren't like that. A lot no. of a lot of guys. You, you've I've known many guys oh that like God. they get mad at exes of. Uh, uh, so you it's know, the biggest waste of time. It's the biggest waste of time and energy. But you, you know? hear it. You, I see it all the time. Of course, you see these guys. Like, oh, that guy. Fuck yeah. Like, especially I get beat over the head from chicks about shit like that, and I go, "What the fuck you want me to do? Like go back in time? You know, like yeah. in Back to the Future? I'm gonna go with Doc Brown and go on a mission to to erase all the fucking chicks I fucked before. I can't do nothing about that. Either take it or leave." I've had girlfriends and they get mad if I was friends with my ex on Facebook or if she likes a comment. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Likes yeah. an Instagram comment. I'm just like, what do you want me to do? I'm going to block them. If I block them, it's a bigger deal. Now they yeah. know that I even, I'm thinking yeah. about you. Oh, so, yeah. Well, yeah. I agree, man. You can't, sometimes you can't win. You can't I mean, win with that. Sometimes you just have to, um, you know, like how when you have, a, I mean, not to compare women to a babies or whatever, yeah. but you know how when you have a babies. They're just going to sometimes throw a temper tantrum, and you can't throw out the baby with the bathwater. You, you just have to say, oh, he's just going to do this. <laughs> yeah. He's going to do this right now, and then he's tired. Or, right. 
Okay, okay, baby. I'm. You're gonna. We're gonna let you to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes like that, you just gotta go fuck. Let her to 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 blow off some steam, you know, or yeah. don't, you know. It's like, but you're never gonna be a hundred percent free of that kind of bullshit, you know. So right. So Austin, yeah. Austin, what other pros are training with you at, at your gym right now? Say, say that one more time, Adam. Uh, what other pros are training with you at your gym right now? Oh man, we got we've got a lot of uh, guys who are kind of up and coming. But uh, as far as like the big names, Ed Herman, uh, Rick Story, who just recently retired. Yep. Uh, oh, Rick Story. Dale, I didn't know that. Ricky Simone. Oh, he's really good. Uh, Hickey, are, Hickey Simone. Right off the top of my head, Hickey Simone sounds like he should be a, a, a hustler from the early '80s. You know, <laughs> he's like, a badass. No, I'm just saying. The, but the name, though, oh, yeah. it sounds like it would be one of those like, like early Ricky. 1982 hustlers from you know, like, like Ricky and Hickey Simone. Ricky Simone. Yeah. yeah. And, and let me tell you something, brother. And Hickey Simone is gonna come. You know, like 1,000. Oh, I, I like that name. It's a fucking great name. 1,000 percent. So Austin, listen, you're fighting January. Uh, in Washington, uh, and then after, but by the end of the year, we're thinking Bellator, UFC. Now, have you thought about PFL? Because well, we P- got we got something big in the works right now, so I can't I can't say a whole lot. But now the really now the PFL so, right now has it, uh, a has a million dollar tournament. Six guys are making a million dollars. On a gonna, yeah, I, I see you probably got a shit-eating smirk on your face. Why are you going to bring up a sore subject? I'm just saying that Vinny Magalish is fighting for $1 million on New Year's Eve. You'll never see that money if I have anything Against to do with Sean that. Against Sean O'Connell. Pretty, yeah, pretty I'm, awesome. I, I'm pray to Sean O'Connell. <laughs> I, I switched to home and Catholic and Irish Catholic for this fight because I'm behind O'Connell. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm black Irish for this fight. And Irish eyes is going to be smiling because if, if there's a God, if yeah. my God have anything to do with it, that fat pig will never get his, his, his shit hooks on that Isn't it strange how he, he had like no stand-up and all of a sudden a oh. million dollars comes? He's knocking everyone out in the first round? Unbelievable. Show how fat and lazy. Yeah, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> it show how fat and lazy. He never wanted to do it for his kid, for his wifey, but now for his fat self. He's going to get a million dollars and, 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 and high. All of a sudden he's yeah, head kicking people in one shit. minute. Yeah, but, but Austin, have, have, have you thought about that, the PFL? Oh, man, I, I would. I think it's awesome. And I'm, uh, you know, I, I just let my managers take care of all that stuff and tell me what the best best yeah. thing is and all that. But, yeah. yeah I, mean, I wish I, wish I was any, your manager. Any of that, fighting for that kind of money, that's so awesome. I think it's, I think it's cool. Like I said, our teammate Rick Story, He's uh yeah he unfortunately had an injury during his fight, but he was doing good and yep. and uh yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna be your manager next time so I can you can do whatever I tell you to yeah, do. Yeah, you really you're gonna have right. divorce page. <laughs> I'm gonna be like Master P yeah, with that guy. I don't know, man. I, I can't let you get too close to Paige. You're too good of a talker. Now I gotta talk about your on, on my wedding night. Like my wedding night, I was tired as hell, but I'm like I gotta have sex with my wife on my wedding night. A lot of people don't. A lot, people, a lot of people are too tired to bang their wife. Are you wife. out of your fucking mind? I was like, no, of course we're gonna do it. That's a bad omen if you but, can't if you can't be fucking your wife that soon. You on know, your like, wedding night. Yeah, that. that. But, <laughs> but Austin, you on the wedding night? Did you and Paige Please, you take me. her to uh, Pound Town? Uh, Don't answer man, this question. Don't answer yeah, this question because if you we, answer, we home, had a great wedding night. Okay. We had a great wedding night. That's good. Did you have a Jewish we wedding? Had a great wedding night. Jewish? She's not Jewish. Oh. Well. It, it, what kind of name is is with the bed early? Come on. <laughs> God, yeah, you? come on. Yeah. All right, good. Good. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. Good luck to you. Good luck to Paige. Uh big fan, man. 
Yeah, thank you so much. I'm, I appreciate it. And uh, gosh dang, I forgot your friend's name back there, but uh, <laughs> him too, man. It's the, the good, the smooth talker. Hanato Laranja. He's a lot of fun, too. <laughs> you forgot your name. <laughs> All right, thanks, Austin. Take don't care, make Ryan. me to forget who you are when. I, don't make yep. me to forget who you are when I'm in the presence, your wifey. Oh wow! All right, thank you. That was uh, the great. Uh, what a arrogant! What a what a a, a, a mouthy, arrogant. <laughs> you don't like him anymore. Uh, vindictive, spiteful, awful human being. You don't like him? No, the last part left a, a bad taste to my mouth. Uh, I like that guy. Yeah. Wow, he's a stud. That, le- that ending left something to be desired. So how have you been, man? What's going on? Oh, I've been... What a whirlwind it's been for me. <laughs> We're talking. Uh, just so much different stuff, you know? Um, my last couple of uh, uh, moons have been filled with punching, um, uh, ups and downs, uh, violence. Uh, violence? No, you know, just different altercation. Um, with who? Just people in, 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 in the fucking world, you know, you okay? bothering me. Yeah, yeah, fine, fine. Well, who bothered you? Oh, you know, some people like to uh, have a big mouth and, you know, <sighs> in the traffic and, and, and on the, you know, on the basketball. And another another fight in the basketball court? The, never mind. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I'm not going to talk about stuff. So. Uh, but anyway, I shouldn't even bring up. You get more fights in basketball courts than you do in sparring. It's true. It's a very, uh, it's fraught with tension. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, but you you train every day of the week, and then you go play basketball, and you get into more fights. It's, it's never your fault. It's never. Why is it never your fault? I don't know. What league are you in? It's not a league. That's the problem. Maybe. Um, who's that? It's my wife and baby. Tell you. All right. baby to pipe down. No, okay, I, did, yeah. I didn't even hurt you, baby. She's three months old. Your wife is making more noise. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. She's how is how is married life? Uh, uh, I love it. I'll tell you though. I I worked on a, a cruise ship last week. What uh, are you? And uh, it was mm, fun. I worked. Tell, wait, here's the difference. Was it was it like uh, Princess Cruise or 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 what's the Danish one or Norwegian? No, it's I tell you which one it was Carnival. I'm not, I'm not gonna say you. The you name. went to Carnival. I'm not going to say the name. And that's the worst. I'm not going to say the name, but I worked with a guy, Doug Williams. You know Doug Williams? Very famous black, black guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was the guy that Jamie Foxx during the yes. roast. You, you speaking of basketball? Yeah. I have played uh, back when I used to go to the Hollywood Y. I used to see that guy there all the time. Nicest nice guy, guy in the nice world. Guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good I friend f- of mine. I felt bad for him when we, we, we talked about that, yeah. actually. And that yeah. was fucked up because, first of all, on Ooh, a, ro- that was hot, on a hot. roast, yeah. he shouldn't have been mic'd. The host shouldn't be mic'd on a roast. Mm. Uh, and second of all, he there's a whole backstory to that that was yeah like, I, when I, that shit make me cringe when I see it because it, it's just not it, we're talking about this Emmett Smith Rose you know what let's not even right, because yeah, yeah. why why even anyway bring I worked, people to that I worked with Doug on the cruise ship and he's a monster on stage monster yeah. on stage okay. and uh, I never seen his comedy he's yeah. hilarious he I just, kills yeah. every night kills every night didn't he used to have braces like as an adult maybe he had his own show why. on Stars called like the First Amendment Stand Up what that he, have he to do with him having braces I don't know okay. uh, so uh, but the cruise ship. I worked on so the the last show because I'm, I'm on stage and all the shows went great and then one guy goes you suck and then walks out uh, on, 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 on Carnival yeah, Cruise. I'm, I'm not gonna say the name of the cruise ship, but I was I'm like, just... so I was like, <laughs> I may have to edit this part now. I'm sorry, so my brother. I was like, uh, 
Hey man, I hope you fall off the ship and get eaten by sharks. You know. Wait, wait, wait. You said this, or yes. he said this? Oh, I said this on stage. <laughs> like, and then, and then I just kept going on about like what I hope happens to him. How did how did the crowd must have loved that? Murdered. Yeah. Like they they were crying, crying, laughing. I like that. And yeah. then then I got put to another ship in Florida. Uh, it was all in mostly, mostly black. Yeah. Oh, uh, so a lot of three quarter length suits and like people looked like they was going to church. Yes. Yes. A lot yeah. of that. A lot of Gerald Lavart uh, playing on the fucking thing. It was it. it it went well though. It actually, it actually went really well. Uh, okay, black it, people tend to like you, huh? They, they, you know how certain comic, white comic, for whatever reason, just can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. communicate to a black audience. Yeah, like, I think because and kind of vice versa. Sometimes black white guys try to act. They pander too much. Yeah, and then either you them, got that, either you got that naturally, or you yeah. don't. Because some some white guys can do that. There was yeah. always some some deaf comedy yeah, jam. Yeah, yeah, but. If you if that's not your thing, you just gotta be yourself. Yeah, and that's because you can sniff myself. that shit out. I be yeah. myself, and then like yeah. it's not like I'm. They they yeah. know that I'm not like. Yeah, it's I'm, like I'm not trying. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah, also yeah. like not one of those guys that like the Michael Rappaport or something. Something yeah. where it's like but, you know you, you know, know a lot of people give Michael Rappaport. Oh, sorry. A lot of people give Michael Rappaport shit, and you can like him or not. He's yeah. a very polarized. I mean, he's either I like him. You either he's either love little, him or hate him. Too far sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Too much for sure. Opinion on everything for me too. But but like but. I, I tend to like that guy, but I can yeah. see it's like I can when if somebody hate that guy, I get it. Yeah, yeah. But with him, it's not Hillian act. That guy grew up around. <laughs> of course, but black I'm saying people, people you know? realize that that's yeah. not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Michael Rapport is really funny and talented, so no disrespect, to Michael Rapport. But anyway, so it's just funny. Like when I used to do cruise ships like six years ago, I would I would be partying, it'd be bachelorette parties and mm -hmm. fun, and I yeah. hooking up with not with the guests but with the people that work there. And now I'm like. Reading. I'm looking forward to reading books. And, yeah. and then being away from the baby made me it physically you, sick. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Physically sick. Yeah. Like every port I would get her an outfit, every everything. Yeah. But I was like, you know, sometimes being away from the wife, I love my wife, but sometimes distance can make a relationship better. Mm. You know, like a couple days away and yeah. you're like, okay. The baby is the opposite. It's mm. not like, oh, I'm away from the baby for a week. We're going to come back and have a better relationship. I just, yeah. I physically was getting sick. It, it's interesting dynamic because I have like the opposite thing. Like when I'm to the baby and the wife, I'm get physically ill. Yeah. But when I get at some time to breathe, maybe then I start to feel bad on my stomach is saddle. Uh, I understand that. So, uh, so that was, uh, that was good. I'm actually reading this book. I highly recommend it. Oh. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Uh, oh. it's actually, I a, might need this. You, you, trust me. This book is helping me out a lot. Uh, and I'm not, they help not, you with, they're not paying me or anything. I'm just, I actually just, would it help somebody with like my, my main problem and it continue on in my life is, is like the incredible hulky. Yeah. I, I like, here's my problem. If people just be nice to me or don't provoke me, I'm probably one of the nicest people you're ever going to meet. I will stop and go out of my way to help you. I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I have a problem with if somebody provoke or do something that out of nowhere disrespect, you know, like, uh, like for instance, the other day, I wasn't doing nothing wrong. I was, I, I, I was obeying everything. I wasn't slow. I wasn't fast or whatever. And this guy's, these guys in a pickup truck, truck is honky behind me or whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do? And then they, then they get upside me and go like, ah, fuck you or whatever. And I fucking stopped where I was going and I followed these motherfuckers, you know? And they, yeah, find, it will help they you finally lost me. But I'm just saying like, at that moment, the hedge and the confusion, <laughs> I, I can, I'm well, not even myself most anymore. Most people in jail, okay, will tell you. 
like if they could take, just take back yeah. that 10 seconds or yeah. 30 seconds yeah. their entire life. I understand. Uh, but also, yeah, it does help you because it basically is saying that you have so many fucks to give in your life and, and, and you mm. have to really uh, prioritize them, mm. whether it's with your family and your friends. So if you give a fuck about that guy on, you know, in, 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 in the, in, in the van or mm. this guy or the guy at Starbucks or the yeah. rude guy, then you're giving your fucks to everywhere except mm. for where they where really they, need to go. So, okay. So here's a, my issue. And, and maybe you can help me with that. Okay. So there's many technique or there's many philosophy, like maybe Buddhism or whatever, where I intellectually and in my brain, I have a big brain. I have the best brain. Of course. Okay. And, 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 um, I can understand Everything about a concept like that. But when the shit hit the fan, I'm no longer in my brain. I'm out of my body. You know what I'm saying? Of I'm, I'm in my feel. You know how people say you're in your feelings? Yeah, yeah. It's like that's a good way to describe it. I'm in feelings and I'm like a, 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 a ball of, of flaming hage and confusion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't feel... That I can be talked to. I don't feel like I can be heasing with. Yeah, I don't I mean, know what to do. I'm, and I'm telling you, you I'm telling you this for <laughs> sincerely. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things. Personally, I take anti-anxiety pills that helps me huh. because if I don't take them, I have extreme OCD attacks. Okay, and I start going to like the worst case scenario. Yeah. Of like, oh, I didn't lock the door. Then someone's gonna break into my yeah. fan and house, you go and to, kill so, my whole family. Yeah. It's all gonna. And meanwhile, it's meanwhile, I know yeah. I locked the door. Yeah. But right. I. But instead, I got to. Or I would drive yeah. around the block thinking I hit somebody. Yeah. I know I hit anybody. Right. Yeah. But I'm circling the block for. No, I think yeah. I might. So. And this is a different. This is I, I know way, Okay. With that, yeah. This but, is, this is this different. Is, this but is, that that helps me. But same, also similar elements. But it also yeah. helps with like not going from zero to one hundred. Because when I sw I went off my medication for a while, oh and I would find myself like just little things would just yeah. fucking you know. Um. So me, that helps a little bit. I mean, some people will say yoga, meditation. Mm. Some people will say you know you take jujitsu. That probably you get a lot of rage out that way. But also you have no, to. No, that will cause me also, more because I sometimes deal with white I'm on, sometimes I'm on stage, right? Mm -hmm. I'm on stage like during the kids show, and someone says something to what me. What kids show? Because I have to do a kids show on the cruise, a 30 minute G-rated show. Okay, and, we got to talk more about that after this. Okay, yeah. and some little kid says you suck, right? Yo, please tell me that that really happened. That really happened. Oh, I'm in love. So, okay, so I would pay to see you. I, kids so show. I said to the kid. Look at me. I'm your future, you know, which of course throws the kid off because he's like, yeah, that, but, but, or when a kid says that I don't care, when an adult says you suck in a kid show, because that's like, now my hands are behind my back. Wait a second. Uh, an adult yeah, did that? Yeah, sometimes that's happened before. And now you're at a kid show. At a kid show. So now you're punching Ooh. me with my hands behind my back. Ooh. But I start to go, okay. I could tee off on this guy. I could Ooh. ruin him. I could ruin his cruise, yeah. his whole family's cruise. I could make him hate his life. Mm. But is that worth mm, the no. X amount of money I'm going to get uh -uh. for this year? No. So that's where you have to go, Go, okay, yeah. this trucker cut me off. He's an asshole. I'm a black belt. I'm a, oh, I thought you was going to no, say you. something else. No, you. I'm a black belt. I'm a belt. black what? You're, you're, no, black. You're, a, you're a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Okay, and this, I'm that. black. So I could kill this fucking guy if I yeah. want to. Is it worth... The twenty five, thirty thousand dollars in law fees. You know, is it worth the the record not being able to get hired? You you gotta go all these things, and of course, I don't have any hacker coming out. Uh, okay, you gotta, all these things. It's gonna be no. 
Yeah, what if I no. did have an album coming out? If you had an album it coming would, out, it could, it would hurt. It. Yes, Unless of course. It was a half album, yes. maybe it then it would help. So I, you have to just look at that, like, you know, yeah. But uh, yeah. So anyway, let's talk about some yeah. some fights that have went on. First of all, bare knuckle boxing. You watched last week? Okay. So here's my problem with bare knuckle box. Yes. No, I'm in love with it. Okay, <laughs> but I have never seen it yet. I mean, I haven't seen this organization. The matchups, I always catch this. I always catch the people telling about the fight, and then I catch like uh, uh, Kendall Grove, like you know, posting, yeah, you know, I, yeah, hey, tough one, go great, you know. And I go, how come I didn't fucking saw that? And then you know what I wanted more than anything else? I What's wanted that? to see the fucking Chris Liebman versus uh, oh, Phil God, Bahone. That was, okay, that was bad. But well, bad for Bahone, not yeah, so yeah, bad yeah. for Chris Liebman. If you, if you. If you're a fan of Chris Lieben or you're a fan of people who've been yeah, yeah, yeah. down to the bottom and trying to bring themselves up, it's almost like a, a, the story of Hootie yeah, yeah. And, and Notre Dame. Right. Okay, but the Hunchback to Notre Dame or yeah, whatever yeah. is that movie, okay? Yep. So now, um, <clears throat> my point is, I even on the fucking thing with Chris Lieb when he was uh, post about it, I said in comment, where can I watch this? Because not one hashtag he put, not one thing like see me on whatever. It's, first of all, the, the future of, it seems like everywhere except for the UFC, the future of fighting is becoming streaming. Okay. Uh, apps uh, on the TV or this. So like Dazn, D-A-Z-N. Yeah. That's where- Wait, Do you know what that's supposed to be? The zone, right? Oh, God, that's I, where Bellator is that's now. I had a hard time putting that on my phone. That's where boxing, like boxing is no longer on HBO or Showtime. It's all going to be streaming next year. Um, you know why I didn't put the, the, the Dazen or whatever? Why? Because I was just about to do it. And then when it said, when I looked it up, it said that it's pronounced Dazon. And I went, fuck you. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not putting that. I hate you. <laughs> so that's Dazon. So that's the future. So basically, the guy who started that is basically wants to do Netflix for fighting. That's his whole thing. And it's big in Europe, Dazon. Uh, as far as the bare knuckle boxing, fight TV. Fight fight okay. TV. I've heard of that. That's an, an, another app. That's the only place I can watch. That's no, because there's another bare knuckle. There's a, like three competing organizations at bare knuckle. We boxing. know which one we're talking about here. The one from last week. The but, one that everybody they, where they have legit guys from from fucking UFC. But the other one's pretty good too. Has some legit. The one with Rowdy Beck, and uh, oh, I thought that's the one. No, it's a different uh, one. Oh wait, so a second. there's a two of them. I'm pretty sure it's so a different. So I get confused because I thought it was all the same shit. No, they're all in Wyoming for some reason because uh, it's the only state that's legalized. Wow. Wyoming and, and England. Wow. Uh, okay, I didn't so know that. I'm I pretty it was sure. All the same. I'm almost sure positive. Maybe I'm wrong. You know what I'm interested? I might be wrong. Yeah, you know what I'm interested in, and I I don't know where they show it or what it's called, but I sometimes see these video that come up in my stream where you got like these these kind of frat bros from like maybe. Georgia yeah. or some university or whatever and one that's like oh some guys from Florida and they're talking shit about the guys from Georgia or yeah. whatever and they get these guys in the hang and beat the shit out of each other oh that's and they, they do these promos where they go we don't like them stinking motherfuckers out here I, think, we, th I think I'm pretty sure that's something wild or something it's, I don't know I'm but pretty sure that's uh, and maybe you guys can hide in or I don't know how you f do some fan mail to, to I'm pretty sure that's what's it called again the guys who have that uh successful um, like, like, 
thing. They have like I forgot something sports. Sounds very barstool, successful. Barstool. It might, yeah, I'm I pretty think sure it's they have ra- something, something in rowdy or something. I think they always rowdy. talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in any case, some of these kids is so funny and so so backwoods. Like like and saying the shit. They're like, I'm the hammer. Like each one of these fucking kids thinks they're the baddest motherfucker on earth. But it, it would I would love to see these fucking kids fight. You of know? course. And, so and I think it would be funny as hell. And you know what? And maybe we should find one of those and 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 do like a, a fight companion. I think we should do. That. I think we should do bare knuckle MMA and start a start sure. a real per, uh, thing. Like Just a fight fu- companion type. No, thing? like start an organization. Oh, an organization. Well, that's a whole nother undertaking, and I'm not uh, opposed <laughs> to that. But right now, let's start small. And maybe one of these nights, just do like, you know how they do for yeah, the yeah, UFC? Right. Let's do it for a bummy organization. Um, well, of course. So, okay. all right. So, bare knuckle boxing, we'll talk about that. So, Johnny Hendricks, who somebody said he was pregnant during the fight. He I looked, mean, did he look terrible? He did not look good. Uh, and he got knocked out by Dakota Cochran, who took wait, wait, the, wait, who's that? Who's that? He's a guy. Dakota we're we're going to have him on the podcast tomorrow. He's a guy that. Dakota? Or you. Dakota Cochran. Because it sounded like you said Dakota. I'm like, no, what, Dakota, what fucking Japanese? Dakota guy? Cochran was a guy okay. who. Went off the Ultimate Fighter, didn't make it, made the house, but not like the show kind of thing. Okay, so he ended up, uh, since then, being in a bunch of different organizations, whether it be Bellator, LFA, and he's had, he's I had, know, a, I must have he's seen had a good, guy. I mean, he lost to Ryan Couture, but he beat, he beat some good guys, he lost some good guys, so familiar kind of a man. journeyman. So he takes the fight on one day notice, Can you show me the picture of the guy? and knocks out uh, Johnny Hendricks. Wow! In the second and, round, and he's he he's at a weight where he could have fought Hyen Couture. Yeah, he he beat Ryan Couture. But no, my, he lost to Ryan Couture. But my question is, isn't Hyen Couture like like more like Connor Hune? He fought Connor Hune, so no, it, Connor's not big. Connor's a one fifty five. I think he fought at one fifty five. And, he, and he's Connor fighting fight a big guy though? like fuck, huh? Didn't he fight at one seventy as well? Hune Connor? Not to my knowledge, Connor's Con- Connor's when, when he fought. Than- what's his name? The um. Uh, Grigel, that was a 55? Con- Con- yeah, Connor's definitely smaller So this is Dakota. Me. Super nice guy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of him. Uh, married guy. He's not I, hanging a bell, but I bet you if I see if I see video of him uh, talking and shit, I'll probably... Because I've seen all those fucking Ultimate Fighter episodes. Yeah. So, I never um, missed so that good shit. on him. But he knocked out Johnny Hendricks. But, but also, yeah. like, you're like, uh, how far has Johnny Hendricks fallen? Yeah, but you know what? He, 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 with no glove, it's pretty fucking easy to get caught i mean to you know he was getting dominated though oh, oh, it wasn't was. a one okay, punch so I didn't see but that. also didn't why see is somebody told me that a, a good fighter a good friend of mine told me that they offered him two hundred fifty thousand dollars to fight in bare knuckle boxing uh who, and this guy's a pretty big name oh tell me who it is no, I'm kidding. and he's not okay, as big as johnny Hendricks, but he's a, he was a top three guy at one point okay. of his career top four now he's retired okay so if that's what they offered johnny Hendricks, a quarter million dollars Fuck it, right? I mean, I can see why he would do it. I can see why any of these guys would do it. And also, I think a lot of these guys um, have like a, a nostalgia for Valley Trudeau, you know, and like, like, oh, in my era, we never got to fight without the gloves, you know? And it's probably, you know, it's, there's probably a curiosity like, oh, I want to get one. He didn't look like he was in shape for this fight, Johnny. Yeah. He looked, he didn't like well, he, maybe he was overconfident. Well, he was supposed to fight Brennan Ward. Ooh, that's even worse. And Brendan Ward got hurt. That's even worse. Cochran no, took it on. No, Brendan Ward didn't get. Oh hurt. no, the contract fell yeah, out. Yeah, because I, I remember seeing. Because I was that was another fight I was looking forward to, but I had no idea. And Sean Merriman too was on that card. His contract fell out too. Sean Merriman and the KO Kid got. Uh, Wait, what's his name? The, um, the guy. He's a nice. Oh, fuck, Keith. Keith. He's he was dating that hot porn star Nicole Aniston, uh, and uh, you know Keith. Keith. 
the KO kid, Keith something. He's a good, he's a good guy. Um, so, uh, yeah, he was, uh, anyway, Keith Berry was supposed mm, to do it too. That didn't help, but I, I, I'm sure if I see, maybe if I see him, I don't know. It's hard to keep track of all these fucking guys. Yeah. So anyway, so that was over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then also, um, like you said, I mean, people thought that Baroni was drunk or on heroin for the fight. That's what they were saying. Uh, I know that he trained hard for it, but they said he got clip coming in his first punch, but then he started shooting double legs during bare knuckle boxing. And, and Are you for heel? Yeah, like he went for a couple takedowns, and I then guess. Don't they penalize for that? Yeah, I guess. What, did they take a point away? I think something? what happened was he got rocked and then went right into fight mode. Okay, that's understandable. That's that's fucking understandable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's, how many fucking <laughs> MMA fights did that guy have? I mean, and when was the last time he fought in something that wasn't? Well, oh, recently. <laughs> but he wasn't fucked up. Uh, no, he didn't. This is his first bare knuckle boxing fight. Baroni. Then who the fuck did he... The, what he, were we he, talking about last time we he had He knocked him out on, a guy in King of the Cage. No, no, no. In like 18 seconds. It, it, to my knowledge, don't you remember... He was supposed to do bare knuckle boxing, him but he, he never at, did it. He oh, never got on the plane. Wasn't it going to be in San Diego or some shit? Or? No, that was in San Diego. He fought a guy in King of the Cage, knocked him out in 10 seconds. And the thing is, oh, Phil so Baroni... I thought that was a bare knuckle boxing. I, no, Phil Baroni, if he lands on you, you're going no to sleep. Shit. It's just a no problem. Shit, yeah. Right now, it's, a, it's his chin where it once where it once was. I mean, right. once your chin goes, it, it goes, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at Ellenberger. Well, Ellenberger how long got, did that fight go uh, before he got knocked out? Lieben? Yeah. I think like a minute, 53 seconds or oh, something. Oh, for real? It didn't go very long. Oh, so that's different because I remember like the knock on Bahoni was that um, <clears throat> it's like in the first couple minutes, he's the most dangerous guy in the world, you know? But if you can weather that, yeah. he get tired or, or, you know, and more susceptible, you know? Right, yeah. Uh, but that was always kind of like the idea what guys came in game plan like okay I'm gonna weather the storm yeah but it only happened after a fucking minute I think he got clipped with the first punch and okay. the fight was well, over and Lieben look Lieben has always been known to have like supernatural punching power like yeah. insane like the guys that he's knocked out is guys that like you don't knock out I mean him and Aaron Simpson was one of the greatest fights I've ever seen I in my life I don't know why I can't remember that one but like didn't he knock out fucking Vandalay Silva with one punch I mean like yeah he did it's like and always when he's hocked and he's just like and just just knock people the fuck out. I mean, that's that's punching power. And he's a he don't look in like intimidating on TV, but he's he's like one of those people when you see him in heel life. Yeah, he's he he's bigger than you think. <laughs> like you feel a strength like in those. It was like that. Kick, Cope, Kick Cope's like that. Sort pause. Of. Oh, I never I never met Kick Cope in heel life. Yeah, I, I remember a legend. And we follow each other, but I never I don't think no, nah, I never met the guy. Now, did you watch the Korean Zombie versus Year? You know what? I almost, that was a fight that like, I didn't, I wouldn't be ashamed if I did, but like, I got misty eyed after that fight. Really? Like I, something about that fight made me emotional. Not because who won or who lost. To me, it was like, um, what fighting is about or something. I mean, like it, it was something about it. It just, it just like. I was stunned. You know what I mean? Like I was I on was... top of a ship in the Bahamas, right? And I'm streaming. I'm streaming the fight, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm paying like ten dollars a minute for this bullshit. Yeah. Oh, because you, are, yeah, yeah, the internet and all and that it, shit. And yeah, then yeah, every yeah. round, it comes and says, uh, oh, "The bandwidth is now slowing down. Unless for ten more dollars, you." Oh, so no. I was up to like thirty dollars, right? Hey, fuck it. It was. And worth. then going to the fifth round, my phone dies. You gotta no. And then I'm like, you know what? 
it was a great fight. I got enough. What could happen that's better than what uh, happened? Then my phone comes back on and everyone's like, greatest uh, knockout in history. And I'm just like, uh, it was the kind of thing. I can't, but first of all, I can't believe that. And that's like something only would happen to you. Yeah, I know. But, 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 you know, it's like, um, I couldn't believe if you saw it in a movie. Yeah. You would think you would, you would throw your popcorn down and go, this is garbage. <laughs> like this. That's this Hollywood bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, like to just to have that happen in real life is like, and I'm sure. Look, I didn't win in there with uh, a favorite. Like, I respect both of those guys. Though, to, to me, I I love both those guys. I love how they fight in different ways, different things about them. So I was like, I know this is gonna be a good fight. But as the thing went on, it was like made the best man win or whatever. Um, so I didn't feel heartbroken by his knockout. You yeah. know, like some people who love Korean Zombie was devastated. Right. It. But for me, I was just, I was happy for both the guys, even though, like, and I know Korean Zombie is probably, you know, devastated. He said he's, he said he's embarrassed. Nothing yeah, to be embarrassed right, yeah. about. Right. He said he's embarrassed. And like, to me, when you won half of one of the greatest fights, it's almost like being uh, uh, Muhammad Ali or Joe Frazier. You know, it's like, look, it took two of you to do this fucking thing. Right, make it work, Gotti. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you I, think that elbow at the end was on purpose? Yes. Listen, people. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. It's simple and intuitive. They got a clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. All right. Uh, they got other brokerages. They charge up to $10 per every trade. But Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees and they don't keep all your profits. Okay. It's uh, easy to understand charts and market data. And you can place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. Just four taps. You learn by doing. You can learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks and trade favorite companies with personalized newsfeed. Okay. They got custom notifications for price movements. So you never miss the right moment to invest. So, Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at MMAroasted.Robinhood.com. That's MMAroasted.Robinhood.com. Check it out. It's amazing. Check it out, people. 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. I know I did, okay? It's not fun. It is not fun at all. The thing is, when you start to notice your hair loss, it's too late, okay? It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. Is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? Any bald spots yet? Be honest with yourself, people. Don't lie to yourself, okay? How will you feel a year from now if it's business as usual up there? You're going to feel great. And I ask you, do you want a bald spot to just pop up or do you want to do something about it first, okay? Be proactive. The best defense is a good offense. Do you want your hairline to recede or do you want to do something about it first? I know the answer to that. Do something about it first. And why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science? Here's a solution. Go to 4 It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Okay? Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Trust me, I know this. People are always saying your hairline's receding and look how big your forehead, you have a five head, you could, you could play a DVR of your dreams, all this stuff. Okay? And now Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. It's well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. It's prescription solutions 
backed by science. No waiting room. You don't have to go to the doctor and get an appointment and cancel work and then run at the people. And they're like, what are you here? What are you going to make up some thing? No. Okay. Order now. My listeners get a trial month of him for just $5 today. Right now while supplies last. To the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or the pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash roasted. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash roasted. Forhims.com slash roasted. You do think so? Yes. Yep. Because some people said, oh, that didn't seem like you actually did that on purpose. Who lifts? <laughs> let me ask you this. Who lifts you ever lifts your elbow like yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. for no reason? Of course. You don't, no, no, you're you right. don't do that. You're right. Now, if it was a conventional fighter that is very straight ahead and just do rudimentary yeah, yeah, shit, of course. I would go come the fuck on. <laughs> this kid does wilder shit. <laughs> it was you like know? a video game. He attempts, look at all the crazy shit he attempted in that fight. Yeah. So to see him do something like that is not. Now, was he throwing up a fucking Hail Mary? Yes. It wasn't that he was like, oh, I've been working on this one my whole life. I got him. You know what I mean? It, it was, oh, shit. Ah, fuck. Let's, let's see if that shit land, you know, and, and boom. So he threw it out there. Some people might have just said, okay, this thing is over. Ugh. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, ugh, ugh, I don't even care who wins. I'm exhausted, you know. Um, and clearly to me, even though like towards, to, as the fight went on, I started to lean toward wanting. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. To win, and also, you know, he's also, we have a lot of mutual friends, you know, and he trained his jiu-jitsu with 10th Planet, you know, um, with uh, Master Vic and stuff like that, you know, so the guy who is like the the, the Joe Hogan of, of the Spanish broadcast, right? you know, for UFC. And um, and so, you know, we have mutual friends, so, you know, sometimes when you friends, friend is fighting, you know, you, you, so I was lean toward, you know, but, but knowing that, I felt like on the judge's scorecard, if I'm honest with myself, he was about to lose that one. I thought so too. Yeah. Now- with how dumb the fucking judges are, right. who knows who was win that one? But in if I'm being honest, if I gotta make a case, I say you know zombie is probably gonna pull this one out. So when that shit happened, I just said on top of one of the, I was already gonna stand up, you know, and I was just by myself. I wasn't at a party, nothing. I yeah, just yeah. was taking it easy. I was just watching at home by myself with my doggy. I don't wanna, I'd be he miss if I didn't mention my doggy. But but, and I just was like. I was already got my money's worth, you know, course, and I was yeah, about yeah. to be like, wow, what a hell of a. And then when that thing happened, my jaw, my mouth was like, and I was like, God, are you like, it was a thing of beauty. It was to witness a thing of beauty. I, I 100%. Now yeah. the Cerrone um, fight <laughs> against Mike Perry. I'm happy. Look, I'm a Cerrone fan. He came yeah. to my comedy show. He's yeah. a super nice guy. He's a guy that, like, no bullshit guy. He tells you, first time I met him, he was like, roast me, I'll fuck you up. Those were his first words to me. Yeah. And I go, that's all you got to say. And then he laughed and then, like, I've heard stuff like that about him, actually, yeah. I think he's one of those guys that, like, in the beginning, he puts off, but then once he knows you and likes you, then yeah, he's yeah. just a, a loyal dude. And, like, yeah, yeah. came to my show with his grandma. You know, he's just a... Well, he's tight with his grandma. Oh, yeah, super... Um, I, I did a stuffs with him on... Um, MMA, what's that one? I don't even. I think the show don't exist now. But MMA, it was like inside one, MMA. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, uh, with uh, you know, um, Boz and, with Boz yeah, yeah. And, and and fuck, I'm I'm terrible. The other guy, there's two other guys. Um, was it Kenny Rice or something? Yeah, yeah Kenny yeah. Heiss, and and then there was another guy though. But anyway, who the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So so uh, yeah, I did a I did a bit with him on there, you know, and I took some of his Budweiser, you know, like because uh, he having his contract, 
that you have to have, which I like about him. It's kind of throwback to like WWF and shit like that. Is like um, he he having his contract that you have to if he does you show you have to have like a case of <laughs> of uh, I mean not a case but a a a, a bucket of um, of Budweisers on ice. Like he he acquired that. Wow, that's and cool. so so in the green room there was his Budweisers, you know, and I was took some of that ones and put into my gi, and then he was he asked for them back, and I graciously let him to have them back. Now, um, now that fight, if it hadn't gone to the ground, I don't know, maybe it would have went differently, but it did go to the ground, and uh, it just Mike Perry is a great is an entertainer he's funny i mean yeah. even his like i'm starting to realize this um he's funny yeah he's charismatic in his own way yeah but i do feel like when it comes to the elite fighters he's playing catch-up mm-hmm. um because even before the fight Cerrone was like his jiu-jitsu sucks his wrestling's even worse mm. and, you know and i was like really like mm. and then but if you stand and trade with him you it's gonna be a fucking tough fight for yeah you. but if you can well I have mixed feelings about it's funny this Mike Perry gentleman because it's it's like I have mixed feelings about this this guy and bear in mind that I've never met him in my life. Yeah. Uh, but when I first started hearing about this guy was Haley when he was gonna fight, you know, a close friend of Alan. mine and I and yours, uh Alan Joban. So and he this guy's talking all kind of shit and trying to dismiss Alan as like a fucking pretty boy model who can't fight or whatever. And so Immediately, I was like, fuck this fucking piece of shit. And then, like, you know, Alan came in there and pieced him the fuck up and, yeah. and really, like, worked him over, you know? Um, and then, so after that, I was like, good for you, whatever. And so I just kind of was like, I kind of hold him off as, like, a big mouth. And I was like, fuck this guy. And then I started to see, like, some of his interviews and some of his posts and stuff. And I said, this guy's actually kind of fucking funny. Yeah. You know, like sometimes he says some, and then he'll go and say something that's like. The N word or something. Yeah, some yeah. shit like that where it's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, crucify him over that. Do I like it? It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. Am I, is it enough to throw out the baby onto the bathwater? No. Yeah. So then after I, I get lukewarm on that guy and go, ah, this guy's opened his mouth too fucking much. Like he's taking too. And then he says some fucking hilarious shit. And then I start to like the yeah, fucking guy again. Kind of with and you. then after he lose the fight with, with Sohoni, I was like, good for you. You know? And then when I see his reactions to the fights and posting things making fun of himself yeah. about it, then I start to warm my heart to him again. So it's like I have this, this love-hate relationship with this guy yeah i mean yeah. i think it helps if he, when he's winning though that's the thing it's like either way his attitude is funny like i'm yeah. starting to and you see him making fun of even though he lost before the fight did you see him doing an impression of of, 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 cowboy. of cowboys fighting and kicking yeah, yeah. i mean it's funny genuinely funny and you know i don't always laugh at other people sometimes i think people most people's fucking corny yeah. you know so he he's genuinely have a like i bet you if i hung out with that guy like he would him. probably make me laugh and shit like that yeah. so it's like it's like uh but I, I then again he might be an asshole i don't know i never met the guy uh, ben so Askren killed me though when he, when he called out ben Askren, and then he ask, did? yeah and then Askren goes uh hey mike perry i applaud your courage uh-huh. but let's face it you absolutely suck <laughs> Well, <laughs> he's that. another one. He's funny. I mean, I, I'm 100% on, on, on Team Askren. He, I've always that guy been on Team fucking Askren. makes me laugh. Oh, he called out the entire division. Even he when he called Tubon, he says, stick to modeling. Oh, uh, I didn't see that. Because said, look, he's going to say anything. Of course. Well, he yeah. goes, but, you're, but he said you're one and two in your last three. Stick to modeling. I mean, he's... Yeah, he's just lighting up everybody. And I'm sure he don't dislike Alan 
no, jump of course. But it is funny. I love that they unleashed this fucking guy <laughs> on the people, you know, because whether you like his fighting style, whatever, you know, but. He's really Look, smart though. You gotta beat the guy. He's really smart Listen. and he's a character. Yeah. The thing is, they got him against Robbie Lawler for his first fight. Okay. Uh that's a tough fight for him. He hasn't trained. At first I was like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna steamroll Robbie Lawler. Lawler's not gonna be able to stop his wrestling. He, you know, he's too big, he's too strong. But then I go, he hasn't trained MMA in a year. Uh he's just been doing wrestling. Okay. Askren. Okay. So he's not gonna be sharp. Is okay, on the hands you, okay. and Lawler can take a punch. True. The only person to really knock out Lawler, I believe, was Tyron Woodley. I mean, people have submitted Lawler. No, you know who else did early on? Knocked him out. Nick Diaz knocked him the fuck out. Did he knock him out or he submit him? He knocked him okay, out. Okay, so Nick Diaz, which was what Haley put Nick Diaz on the map. Okay, because so, he was Nick Diaz was thought of as purely a fucking uh, uh, jujitsu guy, and when. When he fought Hobby Lawler, Lawler was like the Mike Tyson of, of, of the UFC. He was fucking up everybody with the hands. And the last thing anybody <laughs> saw was that happening. And he knocked him the fuck out. Like, we watch after, after this. Yeah. And I'm a Hobby Lawler fan, but I couldn't believe it. I, I still, to this day, have the DVD. And I sometimes go back to that one. Wow, okay. Because so it's one of the stand, most exciting. I stand corrected, yeah. but I'm saying that he's a tough out for Ben Askren. And Absolutely. I, and also, it's not like... I wanted to see, like, I think a much easier fight for mm-hmm. Askren would have been Darren Till, uh, because of the you know wrestling. What? I, I, I can, I can agree, I can agree with that, and I, it, because of that, I'm gonna say that I'm glad that's not happening because Darren Till is a very exciting fighter, and he bit off more than he can chew. Too quick, he's gonna be great. But if you fucking put him and lose and put him against this pure hustler who 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 clearly can take him down and just make it not fun fight, yeah, you're gonna who in this this thoroughbred that you have in the organization. You know what I'm saying? But they also so have if to. I'm I think mean, he also has to get a better camp for that because maybe maybe training in England. Uh, well, Chim Calbon is is not too shab, but the, I think where Chim uh, is Calbon. It's a it's a like a Muay Thai. Um, right, which is great, in, in but wrestling case, is in what he True. Now, this is true, but I don't want to put anything on his trainers or whatever or his training because I know he has some tough fucking people. He right, I'm not saying a better camp. True, true. A I got camp. you. I got you. But the thing is about it, and I don't think it's so much about the camp right now, is that he jumped, he jumped the fucking gun. And I'm a big fan. This is coming from a big fan of Darren Chill. Okay? Uh, I like the guy a lot. Okay? Um, but... I didn't thought that was a good idea for him to fight. No, but it wasn't necessarily him. It was the UFC. It was like, he if, was, if they're going to give him lo- a chance. But I'm just saying, he he campaigned for that. He's been saying he wanted that title shot. He wanted that. And he, I think he in his mind, he thought he was headed for that. And I feel like he needed like three more fights before a title shot. Let him get... Oh, I, I, I knew it because, first of all, he knocked out Cerrone. But that was... Cerrone, like, I love Donald Cerrone, but sometimes you don't know which Cerrone's going to show True. up. True. Uh, and also, he was too big then, for Cerrone. And then his next fight was against Wonderboy, which yeah. was a very awkward fight. It's True. hard to look good against Wonderboy in any... True. I, I can't you, name one fighter who's ever looked good against him. Yeah, but he looked about as good as you can because he did that with pure stand-up. Nobody ever can fuck with Wonderboy pure stand-up. Of course, of course. Uh, so that was impressive I, to me. Even though people thought it was boring, it was very impressive to right, me. But, uh, but oh, right, but I, I thought that, like... Even Rogan said it's amazing how all of a sudden how everyone's so high on Till when he was the underdog against Cerrone yeah. and then he beat Wonderboy. Yeah. Whereas 
but I do think that a good wrestling camp, like yeah. if, he, if he goes to an AKA uh, and, he, and he's training but Then with he's like, going to get injured. <laughs> he'll get injured. <laughs> Don't go to fucking But if he goes to trains with guys like Khabib and, you know, yeah, yeah. some of these I, other I, guys. I, clearly, clearly you can always go and specialize. You know, we have, we have guys who, who come and just do like um, – like certain guys uh, will do a, 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 a two weeks or whatever, two or three weeks with like Chance Planet before they camp. Yeah. They'll come and they'll, they'll get a couple things that they needed to work on and just work the fuck out of yeah, that. But- and then they go back to their camp and bring the shit that they learned. But Kenny Johnson sometimes says that that's actually, a lot of times people use Kenny Johnson as like, oh, I'm going to get better wrestling. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. go to Kenny for a week before my fight. Well, not and a it's week, like, but I'm just but saying. But it's just like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like four or five months, which is you, you can do elite that college wrestlers yeah, you can do that or yeah. guys that are just going to Whatever you down. need to do. Yeah, Some, of course. Sometimes it, maybe it was a small tweak. Sometimes you you hustling is garbage and you need the whole thing. I mean, you know, but but we'll see. But I think Askren would would actually you know would benefit from going to Thailand and working in a Muay Thai. I mean, I, I, absolutely. You know, but so, as far as Askren, um, uh, I'm a big Hobby Lala fan. Um, but you gotta remember this. I mean, and of course, of course, Hobby Lala can win. You know, he he have power in those hands. You know, but it's like between Askren and him, the miles that is on. <laughs> Hobby Lala and the damage that he's take. Think about the damage that Askren has taken. None. Well, with one fight he did. Okay. One, uh, two or Haran, I guess. Okay. And the other one. Well, yeah, right. On. Of course. Come you, on. you can't compare it. The, the miles on those two cars, you know? Yeah. So, and then when you put into the, uh, take into account, as great as Hobby Lala is, is he going to show Ben Askren something that he's never seen in all his fights before? No. You know what I'm saying? It's not like Wonder Boy. Or you know what I'm somebody. saying? Yeah. Where you cannot prepare for this guy. Right, but Askren's a minus three thirty favorite right now, and I think that's uh, maybe way that's too not high. Fair, but but the thing is also, and you got to remember where he does his camp is at one of the genius of of striking. Rufus? Yeah, yeah. And and if you look at the game plan that Woodley had for Darren Chill, it was scientific. Yeah. The the way that the Woodley that you saw there. Was not the Woodley that you see with in any of the other fight. He did. There was very deliberate. But Woodley also is. I mean, and I'm sure Dean Thomas will say this. Yeah. I mean, maybe he might say it to his face, but he's also one of these guys that gets at his own head a lot of times. And uh, maybe, be, but I mean, his well, his his talent he, is 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 boundless. Well, you the know? thing about him is he's also very smart. He, it, people may debate it or whatever, but I know him to be a smart guy. You know, and he he analyzes the fights like very deeply you know he watched he, he and he and and Hoofus have game plan you know right. the way that he the way he was he was he was bouncing around and 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 being a grass you know like he would just like hush yeah. uh, um um fucking tell uh uh tell and, and use feints and stuff in a similar way that chill would do that definitely was not something that chill was 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 uh preparing for I can tell you that hmm. was for him to to be starting to right. look like him and mirror what he liked to do, and that was genius. Did I you thought. hear Tyron's uh, rap song? You know what? Now it's that pretty you good. Say, I have it's not really heard good. that one, and I and it, it just for, I it's just called forgot. Beat your ass. I, heard, I, heard. I actually I listen to it when I, I, okay, I when I, I work gotta out. I got to download it to to support because 
I remember him saying that shit after the fight, and then I completely forgot. So I got to check after that. Also, okay, so also on that card. Now, I got to ask your opinion on the, the Chaz Skelly fight. Wait, when, real quick, when was, when is that fight that you're talking about? Which one, the Robbie uh, Lawler? Yeah. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm, I, I, know, I, know, I know I got announced, but I don't know. But like, you know, Huffley. A month we, or two, two months oh, okay, away. Okay, okay. Now, um, the Chaz Skelly fight. So Chaz Skelly got put into a Dars. Yeah. Actually, he had a great escape from bottom. He like used his toes to walk around. Then the guy who I like, Bobby Moffitt, a friend of mine, mm-hmm. put him in a Dars. And Chaz says he wasn't out. He was relaxing, mm-hmm. which was the right defense. And the only way that he was going to get caught with it is if that guy locked his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the ref stopped it. I agree with Chaz. I mean, take his hand, lift it up. If it goes limp again... Like, kind of like in the WWE yeah. three times. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand what Chaz is saying. Other people are saying, listen, don't pretend to go fucking limp. And uh, Okay, so your, if, your if, opinion. If you know any... Look, if you a fucking uh, a weekend warrior, whatever, couch potato, whatever you call it, couch... Uh, what do they call it? Like quarterback? Uh, they say like they have a... Monday night quarterback? You know, whatever. You're going to go, oh, blah, 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 whatever the fuck it is. Uh, about about you know don't pretend to go listen if you know jujitsu and you've ever put if you know how to put doses on people and you know how to get out of doses you'll know that what chaz is saying is a hundred percent true okay and i height at the moment what he was doing nothing to do with any limp shit but what he was if you can notice and i don't know if anybody can see here when what was gonna what was putting the nail in Chaz's coffin is this shoulder going into his karate artery here okay so that is how he's starting to the blood is starting to go away from his brain and that's what's going to put him out okay right so what he did is he's all compact here right so he was trying to go like this to free whom here? This is why he's doing this. If this is here, if there's space between this and this, he, you cannot put him out. Okay? That's not up for debate. That's anatomy. Right. This is what's causing you, because this one is already cut. He can't do nothing about that one. This one here is the only chance he have to survive. But if you do that, then blood can flow to your brain. It's a blood choke. Okay? Yes, it was uncomfortable. Yes, he didn't like to be there, but he was alive. And when you when the guy stops the fight, you can see that he's so he didn't pop into into. He's immediately like, huh? Right. What the fuck? And Chaz is a uh, you know state champ wrestler, five time great grappler, knows his shit. He clearly was. He was working on. He was at least even if he's not getting out from, by doing what he was doing, he's surviving. And I know this. Oh, I know now, this 100%. How long 100%. do you think it would have taken for him to go out? It doesn't matter. No, I'm, I'm, I'm no, no, what I'm saying is it doesn't matter because how long would it take him if, he's, if he was able to keep this here yeah, yeah. forever? Okay. If you... It, so it wasn't like he would have gone out in two seconds later anyway. It, it wasn't like... No. Right. Because of the... This is how he's going to get finished. This... You, you don't get finished. Okay. Okay. And if you're a jujitsu person out there, disagree. Show us a video where 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 I'm hung. I will. I I. 
if I'm wrong, it goes against everything I know about the mechanics of how that shit work. Got it. So, look, I'm not going to demonize the half. He was trying to be safe and help somebody. But in my opinion, that half probably don't know what the fuck he was looking at. And he shouldn't be refing MMA. So that's, that's what my problem is with fucking MMA halves. I don't think that guy's a bad guy. I don't think he's dumb. I do not think... He like there's a lot that go into this. And sport. a guy like Frank Trigg, who's yeah. a black belt, who's a ref. Yes, he'll know it. A guy yes. like Herb Dean. Yeah, guy like uh, Big John. Yeah, there are and guys out there. I don't know there. that half. I don't know that half. I don't. He might be a triple dipple fucking black belt. I don't know, but I would, I would think to myself that if you can't, if you're not well versed in in a position that you are looking at. How can you make a judgment of it? Right. But again, this is all speculation because I don't. This guy might be have his own ch- chain of schools. I don't fucking know. Right. He might be. Uh, you know, well, it like, doesn't uh, seem like there, I don't think there's a Doesn't seem like any else. fighter out there except for the teammates of Bobby Moffat agreed yeah. with. Uh, yeah, uh, and 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 shit happens in this fight. And yeah. you know what? Not and and I'm gonna say this too because it's not fucking Bobby Moffat's fault. No, you know. What is he gonna do? Say, I mean, yeah. even if he even if he wanted to keep going, yeah. they wouldn't let him. I'm sure. To me, it looked like Moffat is the type of guy where if they said the holes allowed it, if they could, he start, he would. No, and he said next time I'll beat yeah. him differently. Or but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I course. bet you he would. That he seemed like a stand up guy, and you know how he was very yeah. polite and they were talking. I bet you he didn't want it to win like that no, either. Of course, but not. it's not his fucking choice. So in any case, yes. I'm, and also, Chaz I think Skelly, that might have also robbed Bobby Moffat of a finish of the night or something because if he would have. You know won. what is the way that it made me feel about? Um, he remember the debacle that happened with uh, the Mochon Phenom. Oh yeah, my, yeah, right. Like what what that half did was not to save. Uh, 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 Kevin Lee versus Michael uh, Chiesa. Chiesa. He, he that half didn't save Kiesa. What what that half did was he hobbed. No, I'm saying that half didn't helped uh, Kevin, uh, Lee. Uh, uh, Kevin Lee. He hobbed him of having the pride in ha- fin- in, in in getting that in that that and also made the bonus finish. the bonus you know as well a yeah, possible bonus you know? you know so he made it so it's like not legit when that was legit you know now, it's the opposite situation of speaking the, of guys that are legit oh, wait, uh, one more thing because I don't want Bobby Moffat fans to say hey wait a second. <laughs> This is by no also the technique. I'm not for a second suggesting that Bobby Moffat's technique was not on point. What could he have done differently? Nothing. Uh, or mm, maybe there's some kind of thing. Maybe there's some kind of technique to get the leg or a trick he can that maybe I don't. Well, he was walking towards it, wasn't he? Yeah, but maybe I'm saying like, okay, that would be like the most obvious way to it. Maybe someone out there or people out there might have some setups to trick a guy into giving his leg up or something like that. Right. That's maybe a thing he can do, but I, I don't have one off the top of my head. But I want to say that I'm not indicating that Moffitt's technique was not sound and that's why it wasn't working. It's just that Chaz had, was doing every emergency parachute he had, that was his last ditch effort. His last gasp it was that. Right. It was all hinged on that karate artery. You understand? Right. Um, now, speaking of guys who know what they're doing, so Gary Tonin. Yes, won, Gary He Tonin. won again. Yeah. Uh, th- I love me some Three in Gary a row. Chong. His stand-up's getting better. Yeah. Uh, are you a, a stud. Are you a fan of him? I'm a very I know sometimes he could be a little bit uh, uh, critical of, of... Not critical of me. Not of you? Not at all. He's, uh, I've, I've got tweets of him saying, that, you know... 
uh Hanach is, is is you know some you know is whatever whatever we just we just out here you know trying to how do you think you a, would do against him in a grappling match oh uh, well you know that's not fair to that young guy you know what i mean uh you know uh, guys like that have a long way to get you where i'm at you know and where i've been okay uh, but you know i would never that's like to fight one of my kids you know Okay. Uh, so the way I look at it, and 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 people out there. What about Dylan Dennis? Are you a fan of him? Okay, so I'm gonna get back to Dylan Dennis <laughs> in a second because we are on a different subject. Um, so so with um, Gary Chon and you know, and and I would be remiss if I didn't mention my own podcast that I have. It's called The Valley Chudo Hour with Hanato Laranja. Yep. And that is um, you know, on all you major, you know, but let, that's not a, we're not here to talk about that. Okay. But I did a, a a podcast with him that you can look up uh, called The Agony of Defeat with him and Gordon Hyen. And these guys is uh, very good. They're always a student of your Uncle Hanach and some of your Uncle Hanach's biggest supporter. And in turn, I'm their biggest supporter. Now, I know he has a beef with Dylan Dennis. He beat Dennis yeah. twice. Yeah, he beat him. Now, I read that Dennis is now Khabib, the other guy that got um, in that uh, scuffle as well, and Dennis are being suspended uh, or looked upon. I forgot the headline, but I'm like, it didn't make any sense of why Dennis. Was, yeah, that, I mean, now, he was just standing there. If I'm fair, if I'm being fair, <laughs> Dennis don't bear the responsibility for that shit. Uh, he did nothing. If a guy, comes, I mean, if you talk shit, that's one thing. But 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 he didn't jump. He didn't go jumped into the fucking cage. You know what I'm saying? If he jumped into the cage, then it's a different story. Yeah, it's it's saying uh, according to the thing, the uh, NSAC officials today elected to extend the temporary suspensions of Dylan Dennis. Abu Bakar Nurmagomedov. Who Abu Bakar? Uh, Tugagov. Who's Abu Bakar? But uh, yeah, so like, why Dennis was just standing there and no, that's the guy came that's flying bullshit. out of the cage at him? Like, why? I think that's bullshit. <laughs> what was he supposed to do? Nah, I mean, there was yeah. nothing. He, he threw I, a punch. I, I'm I, not a fan of that. I don't see how anybody. You know what? Maybe that's just charges or whatever. The, the lawyer is gonna beat that. Why? Because you know they're gonna put McGregor's fucking lawyer to help him. Yeah, what you know? did he do? He did nothing. He didn't do shit. And and I mean he did provoke maybe verbally, but that's hey everybody does shit like that. Yeah, you're allowed to yeah. cheer. Yeah. So so stuff. it's not uh, no. That's I I think that's not gonna stand up. You 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 could try you could try to uh, uh, somebody's gonna maybe trying to make that case, but they haven't. They've charged him with this. It says they're extending the expen uh, the uh, they're extending the suspensions. Now, are you a fan of Dennis? Personally? Okay. Oh, oh. So, so here's here's my thing on Dennis. Like, we we've uh, follow each other for a long time, like social media and stuff like that. Um, I've actually never, of all the fucking jujitsu things I'm at and all these things and my travels, I've never actually even hunt into this kid. But for years, we've followed each other and and like, I've always been a fan of. I I, I like his jujitsu. Okay, and he kind of came out of nowhere for me. I remember saying, "Oh, this kid, not bad." Marcelo Garcia, I'm friends with Marcelo Garcia, Marcelino. Uh, so I said, oh, "Okay, I'm a, I'm a fan of this kid. I'm gonna support this kid," you know. And um, and also, a lot of people hate the guy. I happen to like Conor McGregor. So the fact that he's his coach, yeah. that that's that's uh, a plus for me. Okay. Right. Now, when you get into some of the shenanigan, and the. <sighs> I, I like shit talking, okay? I like I love it. He remind me of like, you know, Muhammad Ali, the uh, WWE, you know, uh, Prince Nassim. I just like people who talk that shit or happers or something yeah, yeah. who think they're gorgeous and stuff like that or you know, whatever. I love all that bullshit. Having said that, 
one of the part that is kind of distasteful or, or, or it gets tiring for me, even about, especially about like Kana, and it's the only thing that I'm kind of like, ugh, about, and it's the thing that turned me off about Floyd Mayweather, is all the talk of Gucci and money and how much money I got. Even the new and rappers got, with the mumble rap. Yeah, I'm like, you yeah. know, and, and part of the shit that was charming about the happers that did that in the old days is because you knew they didn't really have that. Or they, yeah. And they were just talking shit like, like I own a mansion and a yeah, and a boom, the boom. You know, like yeah. in the very beginning, it was like, and I fly around the world like a superman. You know, like, right. I mean, and you know, it's like, it's like you're listening to f- fables like, like, uh, hey, being nights or some shit and 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 now when you really have somebody who have like a disgusting amount of money and they're constantly going like look what i got you fucking poor scoundrel you know what i mean like you fucking bum look what i got so i just tuned that shit out because that's not what I like about um, McGregor. I like McGregor talking to shit and making predictions and 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 no true true but i'm just saying even with McGregor it it bores the fuck out of me. I don't care how fucking hit you are. It doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't excite me. You know? I like the clever shit talking and stuff like that. So when I see Dennis doing that stuff, knowing also that he probably don't have that much fucking money, that shit is is kind of like, I just tr- I just choose to kind of like, ugh, like go to the next, you know? Yeah. But if anything over the years that start to kind of like mm, take a little of the shine, Is it, you know, and I get what he's trying to do. And I, I don't, I'm not going to knock him for that, but sometimes I'm like, like, like <laughs> let's win some more fight and let's, let's, let's build up more fight. He's one and oh, and he fought I'm a guy. That, yeah. That, like, but that's what I'm win. saying. Let's, let's, let's tone it down a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. But then again, you know, who am I to say? Because who are you a 27 time world champion? True. I can give my opinion, but what I'm saying is like, I'm not paying that man's bills. You know what I'm saying? So whatever he got to do or think he got to do to get the chance to make the big money, if that's what's working for him, you know, who am I to say? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not going to pay this fucking guy's bill. When people say shit to me, they say, why you got to do this? Or how come this costs this? Or what's this? And this is that. I say, or they want free shit. Oh, how come you can't? Or why, why can't you give us a discount? Say, are you going to pay my bills? You're going to pay my, my child support uh, arrears? You're going to pay, you know, you're going to feed you, me? You do pay child support? Oh, come on, my brother. Um, <laughs> they Sometimes you don't have a choice. They garnish. And I'm not talking about parsley or the orange slice. They garnish your wage. Okay? Don't make me, ju- ju- you know, and get emotional right. okay. here. Okay, so-, so, so... So what I'm saying is like... If you're not paying my bills, shut the fuck up, you know? And that's kind of, I'm going to have to remind myself to shut the fuck up about other people who got to do what they got to do to make some money. Okay, anyway. So, so uh, it, it's announced that TJ Dillashaw, okay, the UFC, I'm very confused. They get yeah, rid of sure. half the 125-pound fighters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there weren't that many to begin with, but they sure. cut all these people, and they did it via Twitter, and everyone's angry very, about it. That <laughs> reminds me of somebody we know. <laughs> I like to fire people from Twitter. Who? The illustrious one, the, the Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, people are just fired. They're like, what? And the smallest guys. These guys, are, you know, yeah. they, their whole life. Not to bring up an, a, a, a sore subject, but have you ever heard the phone call of, of, of Amahosa like, uh, telling uh, Trumpy that, 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 he got, that she got fired? No. I didn't hear that, that phone yeah, call. Yeah, like, so, so she gets let go, you know, from the White House or whatever. And then she goes... She's told from somebody else, you know, and then she calls Trump, but she she like uh, he called the message yeah, yeah. and she goes, she goes, 
so what about this? You know, I can't believe this happened. And he's like, Whoa, oh, what, what, what? And he goes, he goes, uh, he goes, I, you just got let go or whatever. And he goes, what? And he goes, you did, I didn't know anything. He goes, and he goes, God damn it. But it's like so, it's so like, <laughs> um, it would be like if your so wife, if your like, wife, like if you was going to uh, hedonism three or whatever yeah. with your wife and she goes, I got a stomach flu, but, but I want you to go on and, and just enjoy without me. And you go like this, of all the goddamn in all the world why this had to happen today you know like a complete fuck <laughs> <laughs> but whatever I mean look and, but so anyways, I, I, they I'm not making a big issue out. I just, it just made me laugh good fighters like the monkey god and yeah. uh, uh, Jose the Jordan. monkey what? Now the what? monkey god now careful now Jared Brooks his nickname is the monkey god oh a monkey god yeah I thought you said a monkey guy no the monkey god that's okay. his nickname who is that I know Jared Brooks he's Jared. a good, really good fighter and, okay. and Jose Shorty Torres and all these guys got let go <sighs> And then they're sending down TJ Dillashaw, who's going down mm -hmm, to fight mm -hmm. Cejudo. And according to him, he was been ordered to end the division. So he beats Cejudo, and then there's no more 125-pound mm. division. Well, first of all, that's going to be – TJ Dillashaw at 135 is ripped. And that, it's not I don't think an ounce of fat. Okay. So at 125, that's going to be a hard well, cut for him. There might have been a situation where Cejudo – they know that's a. They know everybody want to see that fight, eh? Yeah. And maybe Cejudo, being a smart guy, maybe said, "Look, I, I, the only way I make this." But fight, he said he's willing to go up. Oh, really? And then it's a mystery. So he fights. He goes down to end the division. It's what, a what if he loses? And, and also, he <laughs> goes down to end his career. <laughs> and then there's a good shot of him losing. If I get an Olympic gold medalist who just beat. Uh, Demetrius Johnson, who was pound for pound the best fire in the Crazy. world. So it just makes no sense. I don't know why they're getting rid of the 125 pound division. I mean, people, I understand that it wasn't a huge draw, but I think part of that was Demetrius Johnson. And I'm not, Demetrius Johnson, I love him as a fighter and I'll pay for him, but he's not exactly the most outgoing. You mentioned the Prince Nassim Hamed. Oh. I mean, there's a guy who was knocking everyone out, floating it on a carpet, being all, and people, we're love to watch him. And if, if there was a guy like that that was 125, I would think that a lot of people would tune in. I mean, Absolutely. Prince was what, 127? Was I don't remember. It was something to be small, I don't you know? Remember, yeah. But God, I. And who didn't so like funny. watching Barrera versus Morales? That was also yeah. smaller guys. Oh. Yeah. It, look, they can. I know. I know. It's tough. It's a tough one. So. It, it's a tough one because. As much as I hoot for the little guys and all that, and I want to see all the fucking divisions and stuff, yeah, I mean, sometimes I don't get as pumped up for some of the tiny guys, you know? Like, you know, it, it, what is it about that? I, but you're also, not, but there hasn't been a guy like, I mean, a guy like Lineker, you watch John Lineker, he's knocking guys out, well, he's missing true, weight most true, of the time. True, true, but there's, but, you know, guys like that is uh, uh, few, few and far between. Um, so, you know, uh, Excuse so, me. I'm sorry. I, I hate doing this. I, I I'm fucking texting back, but I gotta do this because I'm. So Cody McKenzie spent four years for submitting urine substitute. I don't know Cody McKenzie. I didn't even know. I don't know if he's still fighting. He was submitting a fake urine sample. <laughs> uh oh. Well, how did they find that out? They uh, was like, this. This is. There's asparagus in this one. Maybe because it was clean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were like, this is bullshit. <laughs> there's no way. So so coming up, coming up this week in Israel. Uh, Pitbull is fighting Emmanuel Sanchez for Bellator. 
Manuel Sanchez is on a wait. Pitbull is fighting now. Yeah, no, not the rapper. Oh, uh, Pitbull. One of the Pitbull. They get first of all these two brothers, the Pitbull brothers. Just change one of the nicknames because they. It's like they're one division apart. They look alike. It's hard to tell who is which one. I can tell. One same, is better look than the other one. They have one. the same nickname. One is better. That's crazy. That's like George Foreman naming his fucking kids that, the, you know. George. George. Yeah. George. yeah. Oh, wait. Georgina uh, was I was girl. fucking had to text. Uh, so I, I didn't got to make a point about the, the, the small guys. If, yeah. Is it okay to go back to that sure. real quick? You know, um, when I've tried to, because I, I, I there's no good reason like for me to not like these guys or what or to not be excited about them. So I try to dissect this in my mind and I kind of figured out why I think maybe people don't respond to that. Because you know, like when you're watching sport, okay, it's like you professional sport, you're watching because it's like what's so exciting is it's shit that if you play that sport, you can't do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's shit that where you like in awe, you and you're kind of living vicariously, like you watch LeBron James just yeah. mash it or, or, or flush it down and, somebody's and people throat. People think they could beat up a 125 pounder, but they, they you can't. Know, I know they can't, but, but but the thought is, which is why people have always liked a heavyweight, even if they're a fucking bum. You know what I mean? Like they they think that's the baddest guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But but which is what why I think the problem for a lot of men, uh, why they don't watch WNBA. Yeah. I feel like. Unlike in fighting, uh, WNBA, when you're watching that, not that they're not fucking highly skilled and f- crazy good and would beat most men, most all fucking yeah, yeah. men who is not a pro basketball player or whatever in a basketball game, right? But what, what do you not see in, in dunks? Yeah, you don't see the, the dunks. They should lower the hoops. You don't see the dunks and the power. They like should the, lower the hoops. The, so the violent power. You know yeah, what I'm saying? They should lower the hoop yeah. or, or, or have like something. A, a, but, like a... That's the trampoline thing. or something. That's yeah. the thing is like guys go, yeah, I could make a layup. I could shoot a three-pointer. And I think, and it's not the lady's fault. I'm just saying, I think it's that dynamic. No, you're where, absolutely you know? right. So you're right. I, it's like that thing, the little guys, poor guys. So, so this Friday night, Ryan Couture is fighting Haim Gozal. A, a Jewish man. Bellator. It's in Israel. Oh, Haim. <laughs> what a uh, mitzvah Ryan, that this is happening in Israel. Ryan beat him already. And then Phil Davis. Is fighting. Wait, wait. Why are we brushing over this Israeli fighter? Haim Gozali. What is he good at? Uh, I don't know. Krav? Uh, probably Krav. He's uh, going to poke his fucking eyeballs out and bite his collarbone. Dude, I took a Krav Maga class, and like they were teaching people stuff that like they're like... They're giving people way too much confidence. Uh, these women yeah. that were in the class, they well, were giving them plastic guns, oh and they were like, okay, yeah. guys... It's a problem. It's a problem, but see, here's the problem with... Krav Maga is a very legit thing, and it's very dangerous, and and I feel it's probably the most effect martial art in the fucking world, but in the fucking Mossad and shit like that, you yeah. know, not not at your local fucking strip mall, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you when you're making people think that they special forces now, it's very dangerous. Of course, but hey, who am I? To, if, if, uh, so if, Phil Davis is fighting this this Friday night. Oh, okay, uh, god damn, he look he looks good these days. Vadim Nemkov. Uh, oh, Vadim Nemkov. Um, but Vadim won. Vadim's last win was over Liam uh, Liam McCreary. Uh, Vadim beat him. Vadim Vadim, isn't that the one of the guys from from Earth Wind and Fire? He beat Liam McCreary, and then Cindy oh. Dandwa, who's the chick that uh, wanted to bang Anthony Johnson. Who may come back, by the way. Oh, the chick from... Is she like Belgian or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she used to be in the UFC, no? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. She got a nice little body on her. She's fighting Olga Rubin. Olga. From from (laughs) Israel. Another Jewish chick. Yeah. But the Olga part, but... But Rubin. (laughs) 
I, dude, uh, I used to love it before I stopped eating meat. I used to love a good Hooban. Oh, oh yeah, that's good. You don't, you don't eat meat anymore? You're a vegan? Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, yeah, I forgot. All right. I haven't ate meat in, in almost eight years. Nice. Also, uh, Felicia and Victor. And Victor, Felicia Spencer is fighting Pam Sorensen. Should be a good fight. Um, nice. My girl, uh, not my girl, but the girl who has been on our, our I'm show tell before. tell your wife what you said. Um, uh, Chelsea Chandler, I know her. She's fighting as well. Uh, Kay Chelsea ha- Handler's Caitlin fighting? Young, she used to be the matchmaker for Invicta. God, she's I, fighting she's, Sarah Patterson. What well, iconic name then, Caitlin Young? You know Caitlin Young. She's, 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 she's up there. Is she hot? Uh, she's an attractive woman. Uh, Kay Hansen. When you, when you put an octave up like that, and you go, hey, attractive woman, <laughs> that, she's not that no, great she looking. Is. Kay Hansen, who's been on our show, she's a Trump supporter, uh, 19 years old. Oh, nice. is fighting another 19-year-old uh, who is Why under- you put that she's a Trump supporter? <laughs> Why you she, she, likes, she likes guns and trumps. And she she's well, dropped out of high school. She would have gotten that. She got like yeah. a Harvard scholarship for softball. Dropped out for you. Yeah, to yeah, fight. To fight. Um, you mean female softball isn't as lucrative? Trains over a tenth planet. Where in like Riverside or something? Oh yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait. I gotta see the wait. What, what, what's the girl? Kay Hansen. She's good. She's fighting Erin Blanchfield. Kate or K? K K A Y. She's fighting Erin Blanchfield, who's undefeated. Who, who's uh, one of uh, Matt Sarah. Uh, and uh, those guys. Oh, and Ray Longo. And Ray Longo. Oh, Matt Sarah. And UFC this weekend. Finally, Neil Magny against Ponzinibbio. Hey, you know what? Neil Magny is one of the most unassuming. Like, you always think he's going to lose. Yeah. And then he wins. It's just the funniest he looks fucking like thing. Urkel, and, and he comes yeah, out there. He, and just... Yeah. And then, but you know what? He looked like Urkel, but then when he, you saw that chick that, that he is with uh, in the, the crowd the other day, he looked more like Stefan Urkel. Yeah, yeah, of course. The other guy. Right, right. Stefan's. Yeah, he, I mean, the girl he was with, you were like, okay. It was like a kind of attractive white chick, you know? And you're like, all right, my brother. You know, like, because uh, I wasn't sure what the fuck was up I with that. I still got Ponzinibbio for this fight, though. But I'm, this is my point is any <laughs> normal human being has Ponzinibbio. <laughs> And then Ponzinibbio going to lose. Like, I have Ponzinibbio too, but he's doomed. <laughs> he can't win. You can't. I don't know. It's impossible. Neil, Neil to, can I tell you something? It's Rafael impossible to be uh, No, he's not. He's got wrecked a lot before. No, I know. I'm just kidding. But that, that one fight with Lombard. Look, okay, when he got all, all, Lombard beat the show. All I want to say like, about yeah. it is just be smart and don't ever bet. Never against him. Even the Hector just, Lombard fight. When but I'm just he saying. came back. It can happen, but just don't bet. All right. Uh, also, Ricardo Lamas is fighting Darren Elkins. Oh, that's a good fight. That's two. That's two tough uh, SOBs. And um, I like me some. Not that I don't like uh, uh, Darren Elk, but uh, I like me some Ricardo Lamas. I gotta because, go for Elkins. Okay, but well, I'm gonna. You know why I'm gonna go for Ricardo uh, uh, because. Um, he's a big uh, Laranja supporter. He's a Laranjino from way back. And also, he's like to do a, we do a dueling Harvard De Niro impressions together. Oh, okay. There we go. And, um, and I taught him his guillotine. Johnny and Walker versus Khalil Roundtree? Which Johnny Walker, black or, the, or head? <laughs> from Brazil. Uh, but Khalil Roundtree was the last Ooh. fight when he knocked out. Oh, uh, 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 Sakti. Yeah. Holy shit. Listen, that guy, I tell you what about Hitchard Houndtree or whatever. Um, that fucking kid is like the only thing that's ever in his way is that he's just behind in learning. You ever like, see what his mom was yelling at him and he said, shut up, mom, during his fight? <laughs> I would too. But you know, the, the thing about <laughs> it is- You got him on camera going, shut up, mom, hey, he's look, getting beat up. She should shut the fuck up, it's true. <laughs> um, but but can, can you imagine if Tyrone Woodley said that to his mom? She probably slapped the black off that. She slapped the taste out that motherfucker's mouth. She covered but, the cage. Yeah. Um, um, but 
with uh, Khalil, I feel like the sky's the limit for this kid because yeah. you got to realize he he has learned and came so far so fucking fast and he used to be fat too on top of that. Yeah, now he's at, uh, he's in Orange County. He's training with uh, Kenny Johnson. Oh, smart. Yeah. But I'm telling you, that kid, it, it, the only thing is that he, he was lacking experience. Every fight, he get better and better. He's a problem in that division. Uh, also, Marlon Vera is fighting. I like him. Okay. Guido Canetti. Uh, Cynthia Cavillo. Why, why you just brush over Guido Canetti? <laughs> I, I don't know much about him. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, I wish I knew something about him. I love that name. Uh, Cynthia Cavillo. Woody, stop. Uh, Cynthia Cavillo, who was suspended for weed, which was complete bullshit, oh. after the Carla Esparza fight, which... Some people had her She's suspended for weed, huh? Yeah, for like a year. You know what? You know, you know what? Come to think is is probably to be on the safe side because what if she start doing that? Then she start hanging out with like Negro <laughs> jazz musician, <laughs> and then she's gonna start listening to jazz hackers and Negro spiritual, and then she's gonna switch to to Heron. Maybe she's a, Jay Heron. Uh, she's actually oh, wow. she's a, she's Team Alpha Male. She's started fighting because her. Her boyfriend broke up with her, cheated on her. So she took like a, a fighting She's class. She's like, yeah, like yeah. hitting the, the bag. And but then, wasn't she like a high-level hustler? No. She had no martial art background. For you? Yeah. Just got pissed because her boyfriend cheated on her. No shit. And then now she's one of the best in the world. Ain't that something? Well, wow. Uh, um, yeah. I thought you were going to say she started because she had glaucoma or whatever. and then <laughs> No, that's it. Okay. So that's, uh, that's, that's this week. Uh, there's a couple other fights in that, but I don't know. It's, it's, uh, I don't know <laughs> what about, let's get back to Guido Canet. Get him on the podcast. We will. We'll I want to find the... out about that guy. And where then, he fights and out then of. Next week, it's Curtis where Blades he, versus Ngano. Where, where he fights out of. Uh, Guido, he's out of. Uh, <laughs> what about Guido? <laughs> uh, you mean Guido? Well, I don't know. What, um, what, what flag is this? Uh, where? Guido. Where, where's Guido? In my eyes. Hold on. Oh. What flag is that? Bud Light. <laughs> no, what flag is that? Oh. Um, is that like Norway? Oh, or? that's the Guido flag. <laughs> that's uh, Jersey Shore. <laughs> no, that's I think that's Argentina. Is it Argentina? Yeah. yeah, well, the fight is in yeah. Argentina. There you go. So then. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a baby blue uh, and like a white. It's kind of nice. It looked like it would be like a... Like an old, uh, you know, cross colors or an Ichi jumpsuit, you know, like uh, like one of that black guys velour, you know, baby blue and white or something. By the way, Eric B and Rakim came last month, fifteen dollar tickets. Did you go to the concert? No. I was thinking. I, I was didn't like, even fucking know. I, I wasn't in town, but if I was, I, was I gonna, didn't I was even let you know. fucking know it. God damn it! Would you have went? Of course, I would have went. Yeah. If I was in China, I don't even know what the day was. But anyway, that's depressing because I didn't fucking know. It's depressing at $15 or depressing that you didn't go or what's the, what's the most? No, depressing? I like, well, it is depressed that it's only $15 because they deserve more than that. But I don't mind to pay $15. Of course. But, but, but on, on the flip side, it's just depressed that like, yeah, I didn't know. And now, you know, who knows when it's going to be the last time you Are get you a chance to see. Are you following the Ja Rule 50 Cent beef? If, any, cent. if there's anything that I'm not following, it's that. All right. So Ja Rule, you know, you know, the whole thing about how he got him shot uh, supposedly was Ja Rule's manager back in the day was one of the guys who okay who shot you mean said, Irv Gotch something were okay. not that one of his managers so he said all right oh, oh, somebody okay. said I'm taking out your number one guy which was Ja Rule <laughs> made, a, made, a, made a hole and it was like Ja Rule Busta Eminem okay it just destroyed Ja Rule's I mean 50 Cent Busta Eminem destroyed Ja Rule's career and that was like so now the beef is still going on to this day, right? Where but the beef is hard to pay attention to for me when you got a hell of happers. Well, what happened you know what was I'm so like, Jarul's tickets were on Groupon. Um, I, I so, that yes, I okay, go so ahead. I, I know this story. But yeah. according to him, the mm -hmm. entire like first like ten rows, and then 
I don't. I knew he really didn't do that. I don't think you can buy all the rows. But supposedly, then photoshopped him at the concert, and it was just him, empty rows. And then he wrote like, "Great show, do it again." My and then man. somebody made a video of Ja Rule singing, and it cuts to <sighs> the, the, an empty crowd and just Fifty Cent dancing. Okay, so I didn't know that. I knew about the. I knew this part of it, but I did, beyond that, I didn't know any yeah. information. But when I heard that, it, I laughed out loud. <laughs> And I thought, like, it's the pettiest fucking... It's something I would do to Vinny. Because it's, like, the pettiest thing. Like, a guy's got his shot, his comeback. It would be like if I buy up, like, the PFL yeah. uh, front hall. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and just, just to... when he, If he ever fucking was, God forbid, to yeah, win yeah. that money, yeah. that, like, no one would be there to for him to enjoy it, you know? Yeah, so then so now they're going back. So now Ja Rule's photoshopping 50 Cent, but it's not the same. It's not, you know... It's anyway, sad. It's kind of sad. So, all right. Listen, coming up, people, I'm going to be at the Long Beach Laugh Factory Thursday night, tomorrow night, uh, at the Hollywood Laugh Factory, Saturday night, this Saturday, 930. Uh, I'm on a great show. The South Point Casino in Las Vegas, November 30th. Um, and then I'm at the Stratosphere, December 24th to the 30th in Las Vegas. Um, come see me. I'm in Calgary at the Comedy Cave, February 13th to the 17th. All this is on adamhunter.com. If you shop on Amazon, go to adamhunter.com first. Click on the Amazon banner. Helps me. Um, thank you to our guest, Austin. Uh, thank you, Hanato. What do you have coming up? Oh, first of all, I just wanted to say, when you said the comedy cave or whatever, my dog started growling. <laughs> she went... Mm -hmm. She was like, watch it. Uh, you pushing it. What, what do you have coming up? Well, one of them farted, too. Uh, I hope it wasn't you because it smelled... It was not me. What do you it have? smelled like a... Like a, a sh what do you call that thing where you at the party and they I gotta got go like coach carrot you. sticks I, I and go hummus? Kids. Okay. What, do you have? Uh, what do I got going on? What don't I got going on? I, I, as always, I'm gonna say if you wanna, f oh God, are you? If you wanna find out any, <laughs> I'm weak. I'm gonna pass out. Uh, if you wanna find out anything that your uncle Hinach is up to. Uh, you can always find out from Instagrammy. That's my main hub of information okay. uh, to the people. So that's Hanato underscore laranja and then also you can listen to my podcast which is an artisan podcast we come out about once a month or maybe if you're lucky twice a month because it's more like a, a like a, a an old school radio show you know kind of in the style of like have you seen this show before i, I we have up here called chaos from the um the, the tour bus yes it's mike judge show yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. it does cartoon yeah, my friend works version my man have you, you watched this shit? No. Start watching it because the first one, the only reason I didn't watch it is because the first season was all country music. Yeah. I'm not into country music. But right. now that I know what it is, the show, I'm going back and watching yeah, those. My friend's dad. But the new fucking season is all funk music. So he's doing, and it's Mike Judge talking about and drawing cartoon of like sh the whole story of George Clinton yeah, and fucking Funkadelic. Yeah, the composer on it. Oh my God. I, the, I, 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 and, and they're doing Hick James. They're going to do fucking uh, 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 James Brown. All this shit. Crazy stories. Anyway, but my my, my podcast is more like an experience. Okay. Poha. So don't fucking uh, bust my balls about when's the next. And the, this not coming out enough. It's free. Okay, but anyway. So, uh, and then I got some merch coming out, some exciting stuff. But stay tuned and go on to my fucking Instagrammy. Hanato underscore Laranja. And that cat is about to catch a bad one there. Uh, thank you. Okay. Uh, uh, and I can't wait for uh, Bellator Israel 
And what a mitzvah this is going to be. Hashem willing, nobody will be hurt except for anybody who's not Jewish. All right, thank you. Ciao. Uh.